The Tigers have taken the field. The Hoover Bucks come through the smoke from behind home plate as they as they circle up behind the third baseline as they are about to take the field. We are about ready for action here to start the 2023 football season. The Tigers and the Bucks here to square things off in a massive, massive week one showdown. As Jack mentioned it in the uh, region report, there are massive uh, 7A matchups going on across the state, highlighted by Region 2 and Region 3. Auburn against Hoover, Hewitt against uh, Central, and the Thompson Warriors traveling to Montgomery to take on the Opelika Bulldogs in the Champions Challenge as the Hoover Bucks in the black helmets. The orange tops and the gray pants will take the field. The Tigers in the all-whites with the white helmets. The white tops and the, right, and the white britches will be set to return. They will be going from our right to the left. If you have been to the Hoover Met, the football setup is from the uh, – uh, from the right field line all the way down to home plate. That is how this works. Auburn will be returning or re receiving the opening kickoff going from right to left as the Tigers uh, will have the ball, which means we'll get to see Jackson Kilgore right from the start. Man, got to be excited about Jackson Kilgore, the junior coming in this season. Didn't really get a whole lot of playing time, and that's something that I think you're going to see a lot of in high school football, these new quarterbacks stepping into roles that they've never been in before, really new players stepping into roles they've never been in before. Well, Auburn is flipping, so Auburn been going from the home, home plate to the right field. Back deep for the Tigers will be Tyler Flakes, will be Ian Nation, and a sophomore getting his first opportunity to put his hands on the ball, and that will be Joshua Askew, the, the wide receiver. Yeah, really excited about Joshua Askew. A couple other big names you'll see in this one, of course, Ian Nation, the single-season receiving yards leader in Auburn High School history. Of course, in the backfield, you mentioned Tyler Flakes, and then Omar Mapson, another one in the backfield I'm excited to see tonight, Scott. It, and th there's a bunch of names that you might have heard, but you haven't heard them as much as you're going to hear them tonight. Flake's got some spot duty. He got a touchdown in the state championship game. Griffin McLean, a name that you heard a lot. Ian Nation, a name you heard a lot. Those two are going to have to have a great game here tonight and this whole season. Kicking it off for Hoover will be number 90, Matthew Dabes, as he will be kicking off from right to left. He checks his two gunners, and he is about 10 yards deep from the pigskin. He'll put the hand up. He will approach, and he'll send it away high kick, and it will be taken by Ian Nation at about the seven-yard line, looking to return up the middle, now looking to go outside. Got himself a seam, now going to the 20, tries to cut back, and that's where he's going to be hit and tackled at the 20-yard line, and that's where the Tigers will take over on their first possession. He had it. Caught it all the way on the right hash and then looked to go middle and then had to bounce it out to the left, and that's where the Hoover Bucks were able to surround him. Auburn will take over first to ten. They're actually going to mark it at the 19-yard line. Yeah, actually looked like he had an opening there for a second, Scott, and I think he kind of hesitated going back to his left and had to go around the left side. But see what this Auburn Tiger offense can do. Tigers with the ball on the left hash. They'll send three receivers to the left hash, one to the near side. Four men down front, and Griffin McLean goes in motion. Here comes more motion. It's a play action, and it's Kilgore on the keep. He's going to get positive yardage across the 20 to about the 21-yard line. Gain of two there by Jackson Kilgore on the tackle. Bradley Shaw will say his name a lot. Yeah, throwing him right into the fire. Take the first snap and run it almost up the middle for Jackson. Kilgore just runs right into the pile, picks up a couple yards. Looking to the bubble to the near side, Ian Nation has his first catch, and he makes one guy miss. And as he drags her defender down to about the 24, close to the 25-yard line, sets up a third down and medium. That'll work for Ian Nation, just a bubble screen over here. 
About three yards, sets up third and manageable for Auburn. Third down and five, first third down of the game for the Tigers. Tigers drop back two by two set. Kilgore wants the out route. Kilgore didn't know, or Ian Nation didn't know it was coming to him. Kilgore put it right on the money. It's a three and out for the Tigers, but Auburn got what they wanted. They got the matchup what they wanted. That's a heck of a throw by the junior. Nation just didn't think he was in the uh, the read. That's a throw across the field from the right hash all the way to the sideline on the on the left side of the field, on the numbers, on the money, and the Tigers just not able to complete the pass. Yeah, Scott, I'm, I'm impressed actually with Jackson Kilgore so far, and it's, it is a three and out, but he's got a pass completion where he threw it over to Ian Nation, kind of stuck his head there in the middle in the first play. That one, like you mentioned, that's a great throw. You just got to make the catch. Tyler McKenna will be the punter. Back to uh, number 12 for Hoover, who we do not have on the roster. High spiraling kick. Fair catch called for and made at about the 45-yard line. Hoover with good field position here to start. Tough for Auburn there to kind of be backed up in their own in their own uh, on their own side of the field. Had to get away a good punt. Not a bad punt by Tyler McKinnell there, but you're right. It does set up very good field position for this Hoover Buck offense. And, and, and a senior that you expect to run his route and be there and, and a throw on the money and, and just not completed. Here comes a shotgun formation, three receivers to the near side as the ball is right in the middle of the field. Your quarterback for the Hoover is number 10, Noah Shawback. Shawback. Hands off right up the middle, and no, it's a it's a play action pass. It's a loose ball. If it's a it's gonna be an incomplete pass, incomplete pass, incomplete pass. They are saying incomplete on the ball. Tigers recovered it. It is called from the jump incomplete. The white hat called it immediately that it was an incomplete pass. Well, you had two boundary officials come out and wave their arms over their head like it had been called. No, as no, 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 stop the clock. If it right. was a live ball, they would have said Auburn ball immediately. The white hat and everybody else immediately said incomplete, stop the clock, it's an incomplete pass. The I'll white get hat, yes, yes. The, the white hat was the one that it was signaling it was right there. I think it's a good call. Certainly have to I don't see know. a replay, but you it, don't know. Here, here, here's the deal. In a different league, it's going to review yes. 100% of the way because it was a clear recovery. Either way, Tigers get pressure, and it's now second down and 10 coming. Tigers showing pressure again. Shawback has it. He wants a one-on-one -on -one ball to the near side. Mike Gunn in phase. Great coverage. Did he pick it? No, he didn't. Third and 10 coming for the Tigers the, as looking for number six, J, uh, Jordan Woolen, the receiver, and they go one-on-one -on -one with Mike Gunn, the 6'3" junior he was step for step in phase almost makes the play third and ten coming up that is textbook coverage from Mike Gunn out here he runs with his receiver looks back for the ball instead of keeping his eye on the receiver and he's able to break it up that's a great play by the junior corner third down and ten coming up third straight time we've seen a four receiver set for the Bucks. Tigers showing blitz Shawback claps the hands at low snap and he goes on the hitch now there's some pressure incomplete it's a three and out for the Tigers the backers and the D linemen got there they confused the quarterback Auburn gets pressure on it and they bow their neck there and they force the punt Marquise Washington coming off the edge over there and he come off at three plays in a row he's been able to get back in the backfield to shawl back and really create some pressure well this looks like the Auburn defense we saw last year swarming to the ball Yep, and here comes the punt for Hoover. It's an end-over-end punt. Fair catch called for and made, and Auburn will take over at the 21-yard line. Ian Nation makes it, and Auburn improves their field possession by a couple of yards after the three-and-out forced by their defense. Look for Jackson Kilgore to come out here and continue that good success that I think he had on the first drive. I know it was a three-and-out, but 
Again, like you mentioned, a great throw over there on the boundary just couldn't be hauled in by Nation. I think Ian Nation was thinking, I'm on the far side, ball's on the hash away from me. He's not he's not throwing this out route to me, and he put it right on the money. Two-by-two two set here for the Tigers as the outside receiver now comes on to the ball. It's an inside zone look, and Tyler Flakes is going to run hard, get across to about the 25-yard line. That's going to be a gain of about three on the play. Second down coming up. The Tigers are go fast here, Scott. Been a really fast-paced offense so far. This spring we saw that a lot. Pitch motion, and Auburn gets a triple team on the one corner that's out there. It's going to end up being a positive play. Gain of about five on the second down and seven. Brings up a third down at about two. Speed option all the way, and triple team the point defender there and make sure you get exactly what you want, which is what Auburn got. Third down and short coming. Yep, well designed. Get it to your playmaker, Tyler Flakes, and just let him kind of cut through the defense. Three-by-one set. Here comes motion. It's Palmer, and Auburn will go hard count. Not there. Now they were called a new play. 18 seconds left to go on the play clock. Plenty of time for the Tigers. Kilgore will now step up and make sure that his offensive line is good. Three receivers and a bunch set to the right, the short side of the field. Kilgore claps a hand, has it, wants the bubble to Palmer. Palmer fumbles it. Ball is loose, and it was right there. We'll see who will come up with it. Griffin McLean jumps on it. Fourth down, which an Auburn avoids disaster there. They go bubble to the near side. The only guy there that could make the play makes the play for Hoover, but Auburn avoids disaster. Lost of four on the play. Fourth down and five coming up. New role for a lot of these guys this year, so you think maybe a couple guys are trying to prove themselves, and sometimes you just get nerves about you in the first game of the season. I think that's what that was for Cody Palmer there. Again, not a again nothing that Kilgore can do there for that drive. Just you know, he's putting it on his numbers. You just got to make the play. The other thing there is 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 give Hoover credit. That helmet hit the ball. That's what yeah. you want out of it. And there you go. Tyler McKinnell will step up. He'll punt this one away once again. Auburn avoids a penalty barely. High kick, not a good one. It's going to be good field position for Hoover. As that one bounces back, Auburn needs to touch it, and, all, and Hoover gains 10, 10 yards of field position on that one as they will now take over in Auburn territory from the 45-yard line. Special teams and, and defense right now advantage Hoover because they kick the ball off first. Yeah, yeah you're starting to see that, that kind of tug-of-war happen in these possessions. No score yet, but... Who's going to make the first big play to really to really put something on the board here? Defense goes back out there. 20 personnel for Hoover the first time we've seen this look. Shawback has it low snap, and he's going to give it to the sweep. Tigers able to, to surround the running back. Loss of about one, maybe two on the play. Time for Auburn to put somebody right over that center. The, the three snaps have been kind of wobbly. And see if Auburn wants to pressure on that center right now. Second down and, and 12 coming up from the Auburn High School 47-yard line. Boy, I'm impressed with this Auburn High defensive line so far. Deuce Knight down there in on the action. Of course, I mentioned Marquise Washington earlier. They're all getting great penetration on every snap. See if it keeps up. Call back once again, and he wants the fade ball once again. Gun in phase, and a step overthrown. It was it, That throw is going to have to be a perfect, perfect, perfect throw, and it's not as Hoover and uh, their offensive lineman coming up slow as he was trying to drag some people with him was Storm Fain. He was trying to drag a couple of Auburn defenders as he was struggling to get up. Third down and 12 coming. Again, not bad coverage there. By not Mike bad. That's great. Here. Yeah, yeah. He's right on it. I mean, right behind him. That would, like you said, would have had to have been a perfect ball. Auburn defense coming to play again. Third and 12 now. Let's see if they dial up some pressure here, Scott. Auburn goes with their rabbit package. DJ Witcher goes from nickel to defensive end, trying to bring the pressure off the off the, the edge right here. 
There's your snap, and it's an inside give. No, it's a slant, and there's Andrew Hahn who steps up, makes the tackle. It's going to be a gain of about seven or eight on the play as D.J. Witcher got hit in the mouth a couple of times late. Keith Etheridge is already on the official. The white hat looked at it, said we're good here. Fourth down and four coming up. I think Keith Etheridge is still a little hot about that first play that Hoover ran where he thought it was a fumble. Again, yeah. we don't know up here, but I think Keith Etheridge is already on the stripes. Fourth down and four coming up for Hoover. They goes hard count, and now Hoover will look over to the near side. We'll see what they want to do with 12 seconds left to go. Might be a quick kick here. Got a big slot receiver down here. Number one, not listed on our roster. Now he goes in motion. Two, one, and it was a quick kick coming, and we'll see what the call is. Did Auburn call a timeout? Or did, or was it false start? Game. If, no, that was a false start. The, the clock start. was at one, so somebody moved up front, so it will bring up a punting situation here for the Hoover Bucks. The defense does their job. Play action RPO kind of on that slant. Andrew Hahn drives on it, makes the tackle. Set up a fourth down and five. That turns in the fourth down and nine. Ian Nation back deep. High kick. Not a good Not kick. Get good away kick. from it. Auburn's going to have their best field position of the night. 7-12 left to go here. I apologize for that. First time I'm giving you your scores, time and score here. 7-12 left to go here in the opening quarter. No score. We will have our heat timeout. We will take a one-minute timeout right now. No score. 7-12 left to go here in the first quarter at the Hoover Met. You're listening to the Auburn High School Football Sports, Auburn High School Sports Network presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. Attention large property owners and adventure seekers. If you're looking for a reliable and powerful off-road vehicle, check out the full lineup of Landmaster UTVs at University Ace Hardware. With a tough steel frame, four-wheel drive, and strong suspension, Landmaster UTVs can handle anything from hauling gear for a hunting trip, tackling chores around your property, or exploring new trails. Landmaster has a UTV for you. Visit University Ace Hardware today and experience the ultimate UTV in off-road performance. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware, folks. Franklin Tire and Auto is your one-stop automotive shop. For quality, dependable tires, Franklin features Bridgestone, Firestone, and Yokohama. For complete car care, trust Franklin's ASE certified technicians. And for precision collision repair, Franklin's state-of-the-art body shop can fully restore any make or model. With free estimates, insurance claims welcome, and 24-hour towing, all at one stop. Since 1970, Franklin Tire and Auto, East University Drive, across from CC's Pizza, and at franklinautoink.com. Classic Hits and Auburn High School Football. Wings 94-3. No score here at the Hoover Met as Auburn and Hoover still filling each other out. Two-by-two two set here for Kilgore. He'll slap his hands, drop back, wants a quick throw. And I don't know, I, I think he wanted the inside receiver. He read the corner blitz. The inside receiver went a little bit deeper than he than he thought. That was Cody Palmer. And then he had to adjust the throw and didn't have enough on it he was, as he was trying to find Gibson Lowridge on the pass. Incomplete second and ten coming. Yeah, it just looked like some either some miscommunication or just not quite putting the ball right on where you think it's going to be. Well, he immediately put his hands out. I think I think yeah. he really thought that that uh, that Cody was going to settle that one down and be able to uh, to find him for a nice first down gain. Claps the hands inside, give on a little zone mesh read. Tigers miss a block on the outside. Long distance coming, third and twelve. That looked like a little zone split action, and you had penetration on the inside and the outside, and uh, and Auburn missed a, a couple of blocks on that one. Now third down and twelve coming. 
Yeah, Micah Hampton gets in there, a big defensive lineman. Also Bradley Shaw in there. He's a big four-star linebacker prospect. And on the tackle, you'll hear his name a good bit as well on this Hoover defense. Quad set to the near side. Now Auburn will shift to a more conventional look, a bunch set to the short side of the field, which is the left side. Kilgore has it, drops back, has protection. Late runner coming over the middle of, or coming right up the middle. Had his receiver a little bit too hot to handle through the hands of Griffin McLean. Tigers will punt once again. It's a tough ball to catch, definitely, up top like that, and it's coming in at about 100 miles an hour, it seems like, to Griffin McLean. I think the senior tight end would have told you he may should have had that. Yeah, and that was the read. Auburn runs a little uh, little drive action, a, low, a, a high-low look with somebody driving right over the middle of the field, and Tigers get what they wanted, had an open receiver, just not able to complete it. Auburn's had some looks offensively, but not able to, to – Scrap across their first first down of the night. Neither has Hoover. McKinnell will punt for the third time. He'll get it, and he'll boom it away. High kick. There is a deflection on it. Fair catch called for and made at the 42-yard line, and the Hoover Bucks will take over right there. So really the, some tension in, in the game, Scott, right now. Who's going to land that big first punch? We really haven't seen any big gainers yet. Now, who's going to land the jab? Nobody yeah. has a yeah. first down. <laughs> It may be just an intimidating yeah, look that you yeah, get. Yeah, who who can who can <laughs> finally break through the, the the hands that are up for the opponent for the opposing team? Empty set here for Hoover. We'll see if they want to kind of you know a little pump and go something like that or or an easy throw. Shaw back in the gun, and he'll have it. And he wants a little quick throw out to the outside. Tigers play it well. Coming up is Jackson Mills, and then a host of Tigers get there. Going to be gain of a couple. We'll see how much they give them. Looks like they're going to push it out to the 45 yard line. Gain of about three on the play, third or second down and seven coming. Wyatt Trexler runs through there. The linebacker comes in and gets a good lick on the quarterback, but he does get it out in time to get it over to the bubble screen and pick up a couple of yards. Man, I really like this Auburn defense putting pressure on Skullback back there. Tigers will shift to a bare front, and it's an inside look no to a bubble. Mike Gunn knocks it away, incomplete. That's a heck of a play there by the junior, Mike Gunn, who read the screen, read the bubble on the RPO. He drove on it, knocked the ball loose, and it's a third down and seven coming. Three very impressive plays by Mike Gunn in this game, Scott. He's had great coverage for tw for two of the, the deep balls we've seen, and then on that one just blows up the block in front of him and is able to break up that pass. Really nice job. See what Hoover wants to do. They sub in number 34 on the play. Hey, guess what? Not on the roster. 6.07 left to go here in the first quarter. No score. Both teams looking for their first first down. It's another tight end up back look. It's a 20 personnel look here for the Bucks. Two by two set to the near side. And actually there's a tight end attached and they want the little speed out now looking over the middle of the field. Has their receiver and it's open right over the middle of the field. A nice little concept there. It was empty but with two tight ends passing down to the 41 yard line. Complete and a first down. Gain of 14 as it is Christopher Warren on the catch. And there's your first jab of the game like you were talking about there, Scott. Hoover does pick up some yardage here. See if this Auburn defense can bow its neck and, and hold up. We saw it last time down here. Auburn was able to kind of put the clamps on a drive. Inside give, there's a hold, no call. Um, and when I say that in the nicest way possible, that was a hold. And the other thing is the guy that, that horse collared in then came through and cleared the pile. Um, would love to see a flag come out. Uh, you can't get beat and then take a cheap shot. That's not allowed. Second down and eight coming up, 5.30 left to go here in the first quarter. No score. Hoover once again into Auburn territory, second down and eight coming. Caleb Pitts has been getting some good jump off the edge over here. Hadn't been quite able to get to that quarterback yet. Let's see if he can get there. 
Inside give on Witcher comes off the backside, and he's going to track down the running back. It's going to bring down a third down at about four, gain of about three on the play. Peters on the carry for the uh, Hoover Bucks as he had outside contain. He went from outside contain to track down the, the backer there, third down and four coming. Really impressive speed by D.J. Witcher. Just coming from the other side, like you mentioned, all the way to the other hash. And he's able to run down the running back from behind. He's a hybrid player. He can yep. play defensive line. He can play secondary. He probably could play linebacker if he wanted to. Twin receivers to the near side. Shawback will go up and, and, and change it as now the both tight ends will shift over to the near side. It's an overload set here for the Tiger or for the Bucks, and the Bucks going to have to call a timeout, and we'll take it with them. Four and a half left to go here in the opening opening quarter. No score between the Tigers and the Bucks. A big third down and four coming up. We'll be back in 30 seconds. You're listening to the Auburn High School Sports Network, presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. This just in: Auburn Bank has completed their 114th year of serving their community. This next one goes out to Auburn Bank, champions of you. Touchdown, Auburn Bank. The champions of you are 114-0. Welcome to Auburn Bank. How can we help? I hear y'all are undefeated. Helping you achieve your financial goals is our goal. Visit championsofyou.com to see how we can serve you. Auburn Bank, champions of you. Member FDIC. The Eagles, Def Leppard, and the Tigers play here. Wings, 94-3. Big third down set coming for the Hoover Bucks offense right here. Third and four as Hoover takes their first time out of the first half. Third down and four coming from the Auburn 35-yard line as Hoover will shift over two tight ends, and that's illegal, sir. And there is a as there was a, an action coming from the quarterback who went under center. He stepped and jabbed, and the tight end went with him. Third down and nine coming after the penalty. Tight end over there looking for a name on that. I think that's number four. Is that Jonah Winston? No, it's 34. 34 it was down there. Who's who's not on the roster. <laughs> I did find out number Same one way. is number 15, Christopher Warren. He's a big boy. He That he is. <laughs> As it's more of a it, – it's an 11 personnel here for – the Bucks, a receiver and a tight end with, or a running back and a tight end with three receivers. Tigers show pressure. Here comes a rollout looking for the, looking for the corner out. Andrew or Jackson Mills. It makes a perfect throw be thrown, and it's a, it's a little bit too wide. A nice catch by the receiver, but he was out of bounds, and it will be a fourth down and nine coming. Pretty good coverage again by the Auburn secondary. Of course, the defensive line kind of forced that wide throw as uh, you had, I believe that was, was that Wyatt Trexler coming through there. No, that was Ty Hudson was coming through there, bearing down on Shellback. So impressive drive. And here's Hoover lining up for, to go for it. Looks like in fourth and nine. Yeah, it might be a quick kick. We saw that last time. And now the quarterback will take a step back and, and fumble the snap. And now get away a line drive. Auburn used to let it roll and just whatever happens, happens. Get away, Jackson as that will be touched dead at the 10-yard line as this has turned into a field position battle. Hoover plays it, and Auburn will take over at the 10. There's a timeout. We'll take this one with them. We'll be back in 30 seconds. You're listening to the Auburn High School Sports Network presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. Come in and get it out of your system. The Car Stereo Shop. 
Hi, it's Dave from the Car Stereo Shop in Auburn with great news. We have not closed our doors. We moved to 1823 Opelika Road, right behind Custom Trucks Unlimited. We are still selling the best products at the best prices and backing them with the best warranties. We are just in a bigger, better facility to better serve our customers. Come see us at 1823 Opelika Road, right behind CTU. Your hometown station for Auburn sports. Wings 94-3. Last year in this game, Auburn had a good first drive that set up some field position that Auburn kept till they finally cashed it in for a touchdown. Auburn has not been able to get a first down. They have not been able to sustain a drive, obviously, and they have not been able to get this field position back towards neutral ground. Auburn 0 for 3 on third downs. Central is 1 for 4. I believe still only one first down in this game. Combined, yeah. It was a nice third down and seven pickup by Hoover on a little drag route. Cody Palmer comes in motion, and there will be a flag. And, and I don't know who Auburn looks to be confused of who it's on, but I believe it will be a false start on Auburn. And it came from the one official who will never have to talk to an Auburn high coach. I'm not saying that it was. I'm just, it's funny. It was, it's on the near side. That's what he's looking for. My assumption is the tackle on the right side moved a little bit. Hard, so Hard to hear who the number was, but yeah, yeah you, you would think that's the case. First down and 15 as Hoover once again goes into the, uh, goes into the bunch set and Auburn doesn't hit. Well, let me rephrase that. Ten or nine out of ten people heard the snap. Unfortunately, the only person not to hear it was Jalen Foster, the center. Loss of two and a half, first down, and 17 and a half coming. Boy, now you're talking about field position, and it's about the worst you can get back on your own two-yard line. Auburn going to have to go 98, but really Auburn's going to have to go about 20 just to get out of the danger zone here. First down and about 17. Auburn and Hoover tides. At zero here, it's been a defensive slugfest in the first game of the year. I want to see Jackson Kilgore backed up in his own end zone, just make a good decision here. At well, there's, there's a time, there's a timeout coming because Auburn's down at one second. And Auburn calls the timeout. Auburn not able to get what they want onto the field as they had to sub. They went, uh, they went with a, a, a sub package, two running backs, a tight end, and just had to send a bunch of people onto the field. And Auburn took too much time. Looked up, Auburn called a timeout to save the yard and a half. Auburn and Hoover scoreless. We'll be back in 30 seconds. You're listening to the Auburn High School Sports Network presented by this, the Orthopedic Clinic. Your business of 20 years hits a major growth mode. Then you realize you've spent 5,000 hours on conference calls, 8,000 hours in meetings, a million hours working late, all to take care of your customers. But you'll only trust your one true passion and your company's future to one bank. Troy Bank and Trust. Today, tomorrow, and always. The only bank you'll ever need. Troy Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. AHS Football on Wings 94.3. Part of the Auburn Network family of stations. First down and 17 coming from the Tigers for their from their own three-yard line. Auburn puts uh, a bunch set, and now Auburn will shift out of it. Two receivers to the near side, two 
running backs in. Kilgore will have it, and they'll hand it off to Flakes. Flakes finally gets a little bit of an action, and he's a, but unfortunately there, right as he got to the seam, it was right at the line of scrimmage. Somebody comes off their blocks, makes the tackle. Gain of one maybe, second down and 17 coming. Once again, Bradley Shaw flowing and making a play. Yeah, really impressive linebacker for Hoover again. Big body, well, actually not very big body, kind of more slender actually, but really fast, really physical as he's able to barrel in on flakes there. Tigers will go bunch set once again and go quick now and bouncing outside as Flakes puts his foot in the ground. Positive yards, gets close out to the nine, eight, nine yard line as Jalen Foster has himself a pancake. Third down and 11, gain of six on the play. Manageable coming for the Tigers. Yeah, yeah, and that's what you want. You get back in it to where now it's not necessarily third and a mile. It's definitely third and a little bit longer than intermediate, but it's something that you feel like you can probably get every now and again. Well, third and 12 last time for the Tigers, they had a wide open receiver, couldn't make the play. We'll see what Auburn does here. Gilgore claps the hands, drops back. Auburn wants a screen, got him. And should have first down yardage. There it is, first down and then some to the 30, 35, down the sideline to the 40-yard line. Omar Mapson on the catch and run for the Tigers. And there he is. Boy, that's, that's the first time I've seen Omar have a big, big play on varsity, but this is a big name coming up for the Auburn High Tigers. Omar Mapson catches the screen. He's able to go, what is that, about 30 25 yards, yards. Or so? 25 yards. Auburn had it at the 9, now at the 36. Tigers go 25 yards and speed option once again, trying to get outside. Mapson loses his footing. He'll get across the 35-yard line, back to the original line of scrimmage, second down and 10. That's a play. Auburn's double-teaming that, that point defender, which is a linebacker. Give him credit. He may, he's able to force Omar to go outside, and then he loses his footing right at about the first base area and it brings up a second down and 10. It is all grass, but you can see where the infield would be. Kilgore has it, drops back, wants a screen one more time, has an open receiver. That's Griffin McLean fighting close to first down yardage. So we'll mark him, mark him a yard short on, third, on second and 10. Tigers pick up nine. It is third and one coming. Well, unlike Omar, who was trying to get back to first, I think he's trying to get picked off over there, but... Griffin McLean makes a nice play, moves forward, and gets that, well, almost first down yardage. Tigers go quick, and now they'll look over to the sideline, and Auburn will send our, our Kilgore will call out what they want. Plenty of time on the play clock, 20 seconds. It's a kind of a condensed look here with two receivers on each side. Inside handoff to Omar. Omar was going to bounce it. First down yardage, runs through a guy, carries another guy. Auburn gets first down yardage, and they have moved into Buccaneer territory to the Bucks' 48-yard line, a gain of about seven on the play, and he got about six by himself. Impressive vision there by Omar Maps, and he goes up the middle. I think it's a dive call, but he bounces it outside and is able to get positive yardage, get a first down. Kilgore has it, drops back, wants a quick throw. Ian Nation has it, and he's going to slip uh, around the defensive back, and Auburn going quick, and uh, now you can see the Bucks getting kind of tired. Gain of six on that one, second down and four coming. Little pitch and catch to the outside to Ian Nation. And here's that rhythm that that Auburn high offense wants to get into, Scott, like you mentioned in the pregame talk. Two-by-two two look here. Kilgore in the gun, claps the hand, will drop back, wants the hitch. And coming back to it is Ian Nation. He'll have first down yardage. That's a good read because the backer saw it, but it's going to be a gain of five, first and ten coming for the Tigers as they are now inching towards the Byron Smokehouse red zone. They are at the Hoover 36. Jamar Jones on the, on the tackle for the Bucks. Kilgore has it, pump. And now he's going to look to run a little draw, and he's going to run into three linebackers and get stood up and buried into the ground. But a gain of about four on the play, second down coming up. Well, Jackson Kilgore, the, the junior, runs into Bradley Shaw over on the other end. And 
I think he paid the price for it, but I tell you what, picked up a couple more yards. That's a hard-nosed run. Second down and five, and Auburn will go hard count with a, a look we I haven't seen from Coach uh, Will Wagner in the OC, a, a tight end with two backs, and now Auburn will go to a bunch set on the wide side of the field. Omar Mapson is going to get hit in the backfield. The left guard got destroyed. It's going to be a loss of about four on the play. It's going to bring up a third down and about ten. As, as Clem Womack, the left tackle, was very upset coming out of that play. Didn't think that was what that was. It looked like Jalen Foster, but I don't think that was him because he was getting up and walking away from the play. It was a left guard. Yes. Yeah, Hugh Bodifer down there in on it. Gilgore has it, drops up. back, wants it out routes, and a little bit too far looking for Ian Nation. Had the matchup a little bit outside, and it's going to be punt time here on fourth and 11, I would assume. Uh, this is a punt and try to get that field position finally back into your favor. Yeah. So Tigers get a couple of first downs. They get a couple of big uh, big third down conversions, and now they'll need to punt, push. Oh, no, this is a field goal opportunity. This ball will be in place at the 45-yard line. This is a 55-yard attempt. If it hits the end zone, it is a touchback. Towns Magoo has a big leg. He needs to go, though. 12 seconds left to go on the play clock. Auburn's going to have to speed up here. This has to be quicker. Five seconds left to go on a play clock. Four, three, two, one. The snap, they give it to him. The kick is on the way long enough. That kick is up, and that kick is good. Goodness Holy cow. What a kick. 55 yards from Towns Magoo, and he had about four, maybe seven to spare. Three-nothing Tigers lead after that drive, which started all the way back at the two-yard line. That could be, it could be your best kicker. Holy in high school football cow. in the country. 55 with plenty, plenty of room to spare. Almost knocked it out of here for a home run He's over the fence. Under Armour All-American, five-star in, in the kicking services, and he just hit that 55-yarder and proved he might be good from 60-62. Holy cow. Going to be a lot of kicking scouts at these upcoming games, I tell you what. Auburn leads 3 nothing. Ten seconds left to go. Tigers in a, in a must-get a couple of first down situation. They have it at their own two, go all the way down to the Hoover 36-yard line and then able to cash it in uh, for, the, for the field goal and make it a 3-0 game here for the Tigers. So with first quarter coming to end here, you really want to see this Auburn defense. Of course, you're going to get into the second quarter. You really want to see this Auburn defense just bow its neck to stop this Hoover offense from getting anything. You don't want them to answer at all here. Yeah. Well, put this one out of the back of the end yep. zone to start by Towns. Hoover going to run somebody on a little late here. Uh, they, had, they had 10 on. Towns Magoo just put one in from 55. Checks both gunners and will approach. And he'll kick that one away. High kick that will land in the back of the end zone. I don't even think he got all of that one. First and 10, Hoover coming from the 20-yard line. Impressive leg by Towns Magoo. Now let's see if this defense can continue to be impressive. Mike Gunn's been really good so far in the secondary. Got good penetration by that defensive line. Let's see what Auburn can do here. Ten seconds left to go here in the opening quarter. Tigers strike first, lead 3-0 here in the first time that they have played at Hoover. This has been the third time these two teams have played in program history, one in Tuscaloosa, one in Montgomery, one in an actual honest-to-goodness home game, and it's for the Hoover Bucks. 
Well, like you mentioned, at the Hoover Met here, of course, a baseball stadium normally, and so you've got the infield. Grass actually looks pretty good it does. here for the most part. Three receivers to the left side for the Bucks. Showback has it and now wants a little stick over the middle, has his tight end caught. Gain of about nine on the play. That will do it for the first quarter as they find their big tight end, Warren. Gain of nine on the play. We'll see how Auburn adjusts to that look going forward. After one quarter of play, Auburn High School three, Hoover zero. We'll be back in one minute. You're listening to the Auburn High School Sports Network presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. It's time to stop dealing with unreliable network copiers, printers, and scanners and waiting for days for service. ABS of Auburn is your locally owned and operated solution. A full-line Canon, Lexmark, Toshiba, and Ricoh dealer, ABS of Auburn specializes in smooth, efficient office operations. Get the systems, tools, and expertise you need for streamlined productivity, plus reliable support that's always on call. ABS of Auburn, how may we help you? Call 334-329-7000 to schedule a free on-site consultation today. Glenn Smith and Opelika is happy to be a sponsor of high school football. We believe that high school athletics builds character among young people, and we're honored to lend our support. This is a great area to live, play, work, worship, and retire. In our 31st year, we are your Chevrolet and GMC dealer for East Alabama and West Georgia. Online 24-7 at glennsmith.com. Glenn Smith Chevrolet GMC. Get ready to smile. The Beatles, the Stones, and the Tigers play here. Wings, 94-3. Three receivers set, and it's just an inside handoff. First down yardage for the Bucks, and across to about the 34-yard line. First down yardage as Kamal, Kamal Emerson gets the Emerson, first down yep. yardage. First down and 10. We'll see as, as a little bit of a push there. It was an unbalanced look there by Hoover. They went three receivers with a tight end on the same side, so they had to cover up one of them. Empty set here coming from the Bucks now. First down and 10 from their own 34-yard line. Auburn shows blitz, and it's a little bubble. Bad numbers out there for Auburn. Jackson Mills misses the tackle. First down yardage across the 50, out to about the 44-yard line. Big yardage there. First down yardage for the Bucks. Trexler came free on that once again, gets a big hit on the quarterback, but like you said, just not many numbers out there. Game of Gain of 20 on the play, first down for the Bucks as they have their first sustained drive of the night. And it's really just simple. It's actually been uh, two RPOs and, and just a basic handoff. Really it's, has been. And talking about that Auburn defense, just trying to bow its neck here after that field goal by Auburn, Hoover's starting to drive now. Shaw back in the gun, two-by-two two look, has it, drops back, wants something deep. Auburn had pressure but missed it. Jackson Mills there, misses the the, dunk, the jump ball. It's going to be caught and tackled down at the one-yard line. Auburn High School had a free rusher and just not able to make the play on it. Gain of 45, first down and goal coming from the Bucks at the one. It's a good ball by Schubach down there to Woolen right at the goal line. And you're right, Auburn had the coverage down there, but just barely over the arms of the defensive back, and Hoover set up really well. The big thing is Auburn had the pressure they wanted and the free runner not able to, to, get, to hit home there. Goal line set here for the Bucks. They'll snap it, and it's an inside give. Auburn gets immediate pressure and keep fighting. It's going to be short of the line to gain as it'll be second down and goal from the one-yard line. The tackle and the, the quarterback there for Hoover thought he got in, and now Hoover will sub 
as they will bring in their bigger back is coming in is number 26, Kamal Emerson. He had a good game last year against yes. the Tigers. 10-12 left to go here in the second quarter. Tigers lead 3-0, but Hoover down on the goal line, banging to try to take their lead, their first lead of the game. Possibly a grow-up moment here for the defense. Can the defensive line in the middle get some penetration? Inside give. Tigers get a good push, and nothing there right now. No hands shown, and we'll see what it is. It's going to be short of the line of the goal line, third down and goal from the one. Here come some 90s and some 60s. I think that means that uh, whatever jumbo set that Hoover has, here it comes. I think you're right, Scott. I bet that this is going in one place, and that's up the middle. Yeah, I would, wouldn't be surprised if it's a Wildcat set. Unfortunately for Hoover, they're they not sure. They're, they're now seven people off, seven people on. There's 15 seconds left to go on the play clock. Number four, Jonah Winston, who started this game, is in the backfield. Maybe this is a trick play right here. He is the Wildcat. He's going to try to go outside. Auburn High has, has people there trying to track him down, but he's going to win the race to the end zone, and it's going to be a touchdown. Davis Smith had the angle. Winston outruns him to the corner of the end zone. 9.09 left to go. Hoover hits pay dirt. 6-0 Bucks or 6-3 Bucks lead. Well, that's just speed kills around the edge over here. Yeah, you mentioned Auburn defensive back over there. It's number four coming up to get him. Davis Smith looked like he had an angle on him, but – Able to take it into that very pylon of the end zone. If you're defensively, you design that, you get the guy that you want, you have an opportunity to make the play, you're not able to make the play, and Hoover goes 80 yards to answer that one. 7-3, to three, Hoover leads. We'll be back in 30 seconds. You're listening to the Auburn High School Sports Network presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. Come in and get it out of your system. The Car Stereo Shop. Hey, it's Steve from the Car Stereo Shop in Auburn, and yes, we are still in Auburn, right behind CTU. Our new address is 1823 Opelika Road. Turn in between Badcock Furniture and CTU, and you will be looking at us. Newer, bigger, better location, but the same great customer service. Come see us at 1823 Opelika Road or call us at 887-8422. The Eagles, Def Leppard, and the Tigers play here. Wings, 94-3. 909 left to go here. Hoover answers Auburn long drive with a long drive of their own. The difference there is uh, Hoover was able to get their, uh, their big play and put it close to the goal line, whereas Auburn would just had to methodically drive it and drive it and drive it. And now Hoover will uh, kick off. Last time they, they skied it to the skied it to their own sideline. We'll see what Auburn has to defend this time. So here you go. What do you got if you're the Auburn offense here? Can you come back and answer? After you do put together a drive, unfortunately you come up short. You do get the field goal, but now you've got to answer this Hoover offense. Auburn will take it at their own 10-yard line, bounce it outside. Too much dancing, too much dancing, too much dancing. And there is some type of stoppage. Did he call a fair catch? I don't know. I think they may be saying he called a fair catch. I didn't see him signal for one. And that would put Auburn all the way back I there. I think his arms were above his shoulders as he was going to catch it, and that's what they're going to call. That's going to put Auburn way back there. Yeah. 
It's a re-kick, inadvertent whistle. Inadvertent whistle, okay. My guess. My guess is what you thought is that the, the officials thought that there was a fair catch called, and there wasn't, and then somebody came up to him and said, hey, no, this is wrong. Like, how do we want to do this? Yeah. And then coach gets the option of probably taking it where the play called dead or replay the down, and they're going to replay the down. 7-3 Hoover leads this one. 9-0-1 left to go. We'll get a re-kick on the kickoff as there was an inadvertent whistle. You're scoring a 55-yard field goal from Towns Magoo right at the end of the first quarter and then a one-yard run by Winston on third down and goal from the one. It looked like Auburn was going to have a chance to make the tackle. Winston won the foot race to the corner of the end zone, and that capped an 80-yard drive by Hoover. It was an impressive drive by the, by the Bucks. And once again, it just speed kills over yeah. there is what it was, man. That's, you know, Davis Smith has the angle on that and Hoover ball carry ever to get over to the, to the pylon. Just a great run. Yep. So Hoover, two kickoffs, they've skied it twice, and both times have been to the left side. We'll see what Hoover wants to do this time. Same thing. And Auburn will take it at the 10, 9-yard line. They'll, uh, if they'll go vertical, they got something. Got to see. 35-yard line cutting to the near side. Cuts outside. Breaks a tackle at the 50. 45-40. 35-30. Trying to get a block. He's going to be run out of bounds at about the 25-yard line. Run return there for the Auburn High School Tigers. Finally got vertical, and that was Omar Mapson on his baby. second impact play of the day. First down and 10 for the Tigers coming right at the Hoover 23-yard line. He's an electric runner. I've seen him on just on social media and things like that, working hard this offseason. And, boy, he's shown it on a couple of, like you said, some electric runs tonight. He's got two big gainers now. And Auburn set up perfectly just outside of Byron Smokehouse red zone. Auburn will send a bunch set to the short side of the field, which is the right side for Auburn High School. And they got a solo receiver to the near side. Kilgore in the gun, claps the hands, pump it. Wants over the middle. No, it's Picks. Was looking for, uh, he had a seam route or a seam route, and he thought he had a wide open window. Kilgore throws a bullet right to the linebacker. It's intercepted, and Hoover will take over. First turnover of the night. Looked like he may have had Gibson Lowridge running. Oh, he had a seam route. He had a seam like route open, he and he had a wheel route open. Great play call. And, and unfortunately, uh, didn't see the outside overhang, and he makes the play. And now uh, all, the Auburn defense has to – this is quick change, doubly. You give up the touchdown, the big return, and now the pick. Got to sit up there. You got to force a punt here. Yeah, kind of like if you're the Hoover offense, you, you just score, and then you got the ball kicked yeah. off to you almost. Rub ball at the 25-yard line here. So, we'll see what the Auburn defense is made of here. This is a big moment for them. Twin says to the near side. With two tight ends, two receivers, and it's just an inside handoff. Now, now a push starting to come from that offensive line. Gain of about 13 on the play, first down. Andrew Hahn gets in there to, to clean things up after the first down. And, well, if he doesn't make that play, that's 14-3 Hoover. Yeah, Auburn and Auburn's committing people inside the box. So, and unfortunately, this defensive line, who was winning the point of attack earlier, getting beat a little bit right now. Schaubach in the gun, calls for it. Low snap, hands it off the middle once again. Auburn gets a linebacker to come free on the play. Cannot make it, though. So a gain of one turns into a gain of three. Second down and about seven. 
Well, ever since that last drive, Hoover has, has been able to move the ball, and especially on these first two plays, you, know, you pick up about uh, close to about 15, 20 yards right off the bat here. I think we got a stoppage in play. Now we got a heat timeout because it's a million degrees outside. 7.57 left to go here in the second quarter. 7-3, Hoover leads, and Hoover has all the momentum. We'll be back in one minute. You're listening to the Auburn High School Sports Network presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. Bending, stretching, walking. The simple moves in life are a real challenge with joint pain. When that happens, the Orthopedic Clinic is here to help. The Orthopedic Clinic offers a comprehensive range of restoring services, from total and partial joint replacement to bone health programs, physical therapy, and sports medicine. With offices conveniently located in Auburn and Opelika, the Orthopedic Clinic is close to home and here to help you stay in motion. Visit theorthoclinic.com to schedule your appointment today. Auburn High School Football on Wings 94.3. Now that's classic. Sorry, I'm still getting our timing fixed here. It's a, a second down play. One a little play action out route to the tight end. Auburn does a good job of getting pressure. Incomplete third down and seven coming for the Bucks here in the with 7.40 left to go in the second quarter. And sorry, Jack, no, but good. this second quarter action of tonight's game is brought to you by Truist Bank & Trust, the best of a local community bank with the technology, tools, and resources of a regional one. Troy Bank & Trust, the only bank you'll ever need. As third down and seven, it's a rollout for the Bucks. Auburn gets pressure high and incomplete as Ty Hudden was there, and he tried to help up the quarterback. The quarterback swatted him away and then slapped his leg as he was trying to get away. Incomplete pass as Hudson, or Hudden, rather, gets the pressure, or Hudson gets the pressure. Hudden is next to me. That's right, man. One of them's going to be right. Yeah. Yeah, Schubach has been taking a beating all night from these Auburn linebackers. He's made some pretty good throws so far, but that one sails on him. Got to think the pressure helped. Well, I will say this. The White Hat has let these defensive players get get their pressure, and when they get their pressure, get in the hit. They're not illegal. They let them get their hit. So Auburn High School has to call a timeout. I don't know if Auburn was illegal, but uh, they smelled something or they had too many on the field, and they'll take a timeout. We'll take it with them. We'll be back in 30 seconds. Seven 35 left to go here in the second quarter. Tigers trail 7-3. You're listening to the Auburn High School Sports Network presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. Hello, this is Coley Trant from Jeffco Trant Funeral Home and Crematory. My dad Bill and I are pleased to be a part of the Opelika, Auburn, and Lee County area and thankful to the families that have placed their trust in us. At Jeffco Trant Funeral Home and Crematory, we continue to assure you when you call on us, you will be treated like a member of our own family with passionate and caring service. It's our desire to assist you during your difficult times and help you through your many decisions you face. Call on us in your time of need, Jeffco Trant Funeral Home and Crematory. AHS Football on Wings 94.3, part of the Auburn Network family of stations. 
Well, a bad punt there by the Hoover punter as Auburn's going to take over with their second best field position of the night. And Auburn will have it at their own 42-yard line, 728 left to go here in the second quarter. Tigers trail 7-3. to three. First real adversity for Jackson Kilgore after he throws the interception on last drive. What can he do with this blue and white offense this time? Can he lead them down after do what you've a been mistake? doing? Yeah. Do what you've been doing. You've played the ball. You played well. You, you had one misread. That's it. Kilgore has it. Inside handoff, and there's a push from the offense, and Flakes gets good yardage across the 45 to the 46, gain of about four on the play. Got a little seam there from the middle of that offensive line, second down and six coming. I was going to say, he's a slip away from being gone there as fast as, as fast as Flakes is. It's like we got an, an empty set. Empty set, and it's a quad, and it's a pat. It was a, a show to a quarterback draw. Defensive end came free on that one. Not sure what the assignment was. Kilgore does a good job to get one third and five coming. Ian Nation been a little quiet in the last few drives as Auburn looked to go to him here on a third and third and about four. Well, they tried to get the out route earlier, and Ian wasn't expecting it. Tried to hit a comeback earlier, a little bit outside. So we'll see what Auburn has here. They'll drop back. Hoover brings five, has his receiver, and caught. Had to double catch it, but caught on the outside, Griffin McLean. Gain of seven on four, third down and five. I believe that was Gibson Loveridge over there, if I'm not yeah, it was mistaken. Yeah, it was Gibby. That's it was right. 88, not 81. Nice so. catch by Gibson yeah. over there. He's able to pick it up off the ground. Loveridge makes the play, and once the out route almost jumped by the receiver, incomplete, I think. And it's going to be second down and 10. As. We're starting to see it. There's, it's Whenever Auburn gets a rhythm throw and they try to come back to it quickly, Hoover jumps it. See if Auburn goes rhythm to pump coming up. Second down and 10 coming, 6.23 left to go in the second quarter. Tigers trail 7-3. to three. three by one set here for the Tigers. Kilgore dropped back, and Auburn wants a screen. There's Nation, puts his foot in the ground. But that stop as he was trying to get back vertical is going to cost him, and Auburn loses a yard, third down, and 11 or 12 coming. Seen a couple of slips and trips tonight by some Auburn skill position players, and it's been right around where this grass is and where you would think a normal baseball infield would be. I don't think that's what caused it that time, but you wonder if Auburn's just got their feet under him. Well, that one is that's a play designed to get vertical, not go out. Auburn goes hard count, and the defensive end jumps. It's going to set up a third down and about seven. And that'll help. Yep. That'll help a good bit. That Jackson Kilgore get back into a third and intermediate here. Look for him to make a good decision here and just go somewhere with the ball that's safe. Quick pull there. Justin Hartley jumps off sides and immediately gets pulled off. And I, I believe he'll probably have a nice calm talking to yeah. off on the sidelines. Three too. by one to the far side. Griffin McLean, the solo to the near side. And there's going to be a false start. And Auburn High is going to fall, is going to give the five right back. Yeah, Hoover looked like they shifted on the D line. They down did there. the Georgia Bama shift. Auburn's done that some today as well. But Auburn and Hoover exchange five yards to each other. Now you're back in third and long. See what Jackson Kilgore and the Tiger offense can do here. You got Ian Nation down here closest to us. Hoover loves playing cover three. We'll see what Auburn wants to do. 
Kilgore has it, drops back, little stunt, picked up, wants the wheel route, has him, caught. First down, Tigers at across the 25-yard line, right at about the 24, 23. They'll give him to the 22-yard line. Beautiful ball. Gain of 27 on the play, first down. Boy, you took the words out of my mouth, Scott. Beautiful ball by Jackson Kilgore. He leads Cody Palmer. That's a nice catch by Palmer, too, over his shoulder, and he's having to go get it. Boy, what a big conversion now. Auburn's close to red zone. Good old double post wheel action there. Kilgore has it, wants the out route, has the out route. And with that, Auburn High School moves into the Byron Smokehouse breakfast red zone. Byron Smokehouse and Auburn tradition for over 30 years. And now it'll be a gain of about four on the play, second down and six coming. There's Old Faithful again. That's Ian Nation, the single season leader for Auburn High School yardage, re receiving yardage. Well, the other thing is, that's, again, a throw from the across the field on the money in time. Normally, defensive backs are going to give you more there because you don't think you're going to make that throw. Not the case here. Kilgore has it. Auburn breaks a tackle and across the 15-yard line to the 14-yard line. Third down and about two coming up. Gain of about four on the play. Almost looked like there was some movement early in that play, but the issue was is the running go. back wasn't set. Yeah. And Hoover not set either. They're going to call a timeout. So a big third down coming, third and five on the scoreboard. It's about third and three in real life. 4.51 left to go here in the second quarter. We'll be back in 30 seconds. You're listening to the Auburn High School Sports Network presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. Cole here from University Ace Hardware. I've lived in the Auburn area for about four years now, and I'm a senior at Auburn studying marketing. My favorite part about working at University Ace Hardware is that the friendly atmosphere goes beyond the sales floor and it radiates throughout the entire staff. I love that even as an employee, I can go in the store and get help with my own projects. These are the things I love about University Ace Hardware, located next to the movie theater in Auburn. Classic Hits and Auburn High School Football. Wings 94.3. 4.51 left to go here in the second quarter. Tigers down 7-3, but they had the ball in the Byron Smokehouse red zone, and they face a third down and about two coming here. i tell you right now, there are some tired football players on the field right now. Two tight ends set coming for the Tigers and twin receivers to the right side. Kilgore in the gun. Claps a hand. Hand off to Flakes. Flakes with a couple pullers around him, and he's going to get first down yardage across the 10. He had Hugh Botiford and Clem Walmack pulling there for him. A little GT action across the 10-yard line to the 8. Gain of 6 on the play, first down yardage. That's a nice play call there, and the Hoover defense actually shifted. Like you said, that Georgia-Bama shift kind of towards us. Well, the play went away from us, yep. and so it kind of shifted away from that hole that Flakes was able to run through. Well, when you go balance, and, two by, and the two tight end set really makes that – uh, kind of difficult for the or for the defense to figure out where they want to go. Bunch set to the left side. It's an overhang look. A handoff once again to Flakes. Flakes breaks a tackle into the end zone. From nine yards out, the Tigers punching in. Give him six. And the Tigers lead nine to seven as Auburn goes 58 yards as the defense answered the pick with a stop. The Tigers go the distance of the field, and they score with 4.14 left to go to take the lead once again. Boy, Scott, you were talking about how, how we had some tired guys out there, and we really did. Jalen Foster and Case Whaley, though, that time, they kind of man up, and they were able to park the Red Sea. Tyler Flakes runs right through there and gets Auburn back in the lead. We're great drive by Jackson Kilgore and the Auburn Tigers. Towson Magoo on to attempt the PAT. 
Snap. Kick is up. That kick is good. 4.14 left to go here in this one. Auburn High School now leads 10-7. We'll be back in 30 seconds. You're listening to the Auburn High School Sports Network presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. Inspired by the bold bison, Southern Union students blaze new trails every single day. They press forward knowing their SU education will lead them to success. Affordable, accessible, and locally unparalleled. Whether you're transitioning to a university or launching straight into a lucrative career, a degree from SUSEC can help you blaze your path. Three locations, dedicated faculty and staff, endless possibilities. It's all waiting for you at Southern Union. It's time to venture forward. Register today. The Eagles, Def Leppard, and the Tigers play here. Wings, 94-3. Both teams feel like starting to get in some rhythm here on the offensive side of the ball. 4-14 left to go here. Auburn High School leads Hoover 10-7. And, Jack, something we talked about third down. Auburn started the year or started this, the game 0-3 on third downs. They have converted 1, 2, 3, 4, 5 out of the last six. You wonder if there's some first-game jitters there in that first quarter because yeah, both offenses kind of settled in now. Yeah, and it, it's the run games. You know, you, you, the offensive line started to lean. You're starting to see some gaps there. You know, the first times that, you know, Auburn tried to run the ball, didn't really get a lot. They were throwing the RPO stuff. Hoover getting some action going, and then they they had the, the, the dump pass for a big Pele, and then they had the deep ball. So, you know, teams are starting to, to get settled here. And, and if you're Towns, this is huge. You need to be 99% on kick the ball out of the end zone. Yep. And when there's no rain, none of that, you need to be 100%. Yep. Another big drive coming. They're all going to be big tonight, Scott, but another big drive here for this Auburn defense. They kind of get the ball shoved down their throat last yep. time. We'll see what well, they can they, do here. That and then the next time they came back and got the stop. Yep. Yeah, that's right. As that one is a high kick, and it will be put uh, still eight yards deep. We'll pause 10 seconds for station identification. You're listening to the Auburn High School Sports Network presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. Wings 94.3 is an Auburn Network station, part of the Radio Alabama family. WGZZ and WGZZ HD, Waverly, Auburn Opelika. Scott Bagwell here joined by Jack Hudson, Sam Boyd back in the Auburn Network studios as Auburn High School leads this one 10-7, 4-14 left to go here in the second quarter, which is brought to you by Troy Bank and Trust. Three-by-one set here for Hoover. Ball de dead in the middle of the field at the 20-yard line. Tigers with a four-down line look and it's drop and a drop back looking right over the middle between the linebackers and having his completion and has the big tight end once again. Gain of six on the play, third or second down and about four coming. You know, after a great first quarter, I'm, I'm watching him now, Scott, and Mike Gunn over there farthest away from us. Hoover has not gone to that receiver. Whoever Mike Gunn's been covering haven't gone to that receiver since the since first, the first quarter. quarter. Yeah, they, they tried him twice and uh, and didn't like the results. So now they're going to – now that they'll see if they'll throw it to the near side. Auburn jumps, and Auburn jumps off sides as Caleb Crawford – saying he didn't jump across the neutral zone, but that's not going to win that one. First down and 10 coming. Hoover offensive lineman, I think down there over 55, starts pointing at him. Yeah, and His he, right guard comes across. He says, stop it. That. So first down yardage for the Hoover Bucks. It'll be first down and 10 at the Hoover 32-yard line. 
Big drive for momentum going into the half here. 3.40 left to go. Three by one set to the wide side, inside zone. No, it's an RPO, and getting there right on the nick of time was Davis Smith as, once again, it was the RPO to the slant route over the middle of the field. Hoover wanted uh, pass interference. Bang, bang, call incomplete, second down and 10. Yeah, he gets there right as the ball gets there and pops it free. That's a nice job by Davis Smith. Kind of makes up for getting outrun over here earlier. I think that will well make up for that. Well, that's the thing is, uh, you know, Hoover – has decided they're going to run that RPO dart right over the middle of the field with that big tight end and see how Auburn wants to attack it. If it's going to be the safety rolling down, i got a feeling a play-action pump and over the top is coming immediate, or eventually. Two-by-two two set here for the uh, Bucks, two on each side. Auburn shows some blitz from the wide side of the field. Low snap. Sawback has it. Now he looks to get out and wants to throw it across the field. That one might be uh, that one might be interference. No, they're going to let that one go again. Davis Smith once again fighting, scratching, clawing as he uh, climbs on the back of Warren, the big tight end, incomplete third down and ten coming. Nice job there by the Hoover quarterback to create space, create time, find his target. Smith makes it a little bit difficult to make the catch, third down and ten coming up. Yeah, he drew up the linebackers that were kind of sitting in that intermediate zone back there and, and allowed him to throw that ball. Good play by Davis Smith. I'm not sure what you saw, Scott. It looked to me like Davis still had his arm free I think Hooper was wanting the call to be the, the arm was on the back. Back-to-back, back, get there right at the at the throw. Yep. Normally you're going to get one of those. This is the set that we saw Hoover complete the drag on earlier. They go back to it, wanting it once again. This time the middle linebacker, Ty, says, fool me once, shame on you, fool me twice, shame on me. Gets a hand on that one, knocks it away. Same play, incomplete this time. Third down, turns into fourth down. Tigers fourth, force a punt. Great job by the Auburn defense. They get off the field now, 3.20 left, and here's the situation now. You're up 10-7. You got a little over three minutes until the half. Can this Auburn Tiger offense punch it in and go up in the half up two scores? And Auburn claps their hands and forces a false start. You could say that it could be uh, mimicking a snap count, but Auburn High School gets the five yards there, fourth down, and – 15, Auburn High School brought somebody on, and now Auburn High is able to get a linebacker off the field. Uh, running off the field is number 21, Jace Williams. Low snap, high kick, and it's not a great one. Ian Nation is going to lo- watch it bounce, and it will go across the 50, and Auburn will take over in their own or in the Hoover territory right at about the 48-49 yard line. Well, Auburn gashed Hoover last drive when they got down into the red zone. Of course, that was started by a couple of nice balls by Jackson Kilgore, but does Auburn continue to run to kind of try to soften up the middle of that? Yes, there's 310 left. Tigers have two timeouts. Yep. You don't want to let Hoover go, you know, what NFL preaches about, the last four, first four. You don't want to let them get the ball and then finish the half and then get the ball to start the second, start the second half. Two-by-two two set here, Jackson Kilgore in the gun. Here comes motion. It's Ian Nation inside handoff, and Kilgore keeps it, flips it to Nation. Nation has yardage at the 45 and is going to run over a defender who takes his leg out. Daryl Gibbs trying to give him a block there. A little old-school triple option look there. Gain of about six, maybe seven on the play. That is a run for Ian Nation's second down coming up. Nice decision by Jackson Kilgore. I think that is an option play where if it's not there, Kilgore has the option to keep it and turn it upfield. But he finds Ian Nation, who's running free out there, picks up a nice gain on first down. That will give him six on a six-yard run by Ian Nation. 
2.35 and counting left to go here. Tigers taking a little bit more time than normal. Here comes Palmer, and it's a fake. And Kilgore very patient. And stand, And I don't know if that was a called give or straight read. The mesh point never got there. No gain on the play. Third down and about four coming. Yeah, kind of an odd design. Kilgore kind of does a stutter step as he gets up to the line looking for a hole. Just don't think that well, mesh point was there. That was kind of the same. That's the same play that Clyde Pittman beat Central on. The yep. jet sweep, power read, Cam Newton play. I don't know if that was called quarterback power or what, or if the mesh got off and then just the muck of the play allowed Jackson not to see it as cleanly as he wanted to. You got solo action down here. We'll see what Auburn wants to do. Kilgore claps the hands and play action rolls and wants a little dump pass to his tight end. First down yardage to Griffin McLean across the 35-yard line. They'll give him to the 34-yard line. Gain of nine. 141 left to go here, first and 10 coming for the Tigers. Good decision by Jackson Kilgore. He's rolling out. He has Ian Nation, very small window open down here at about the 30-yard line, but he just hits the dump route over here to Griffin McLean. Really nice job to just get the yardage in front of you and pick up a first down. Tigers now probably can pick it up a little bit. 125 left to go here in the second quarter. Clock running, Tigers lead by three. And McLean now shifts over to the right up back spot. Here comes motion by Palmer. And now he'll return it inside give. And Auburn doesn't block the outside well. It's going to be a loss of one, maybe two on the play. 109 left to go as second down and 11 coming. We'll see how quick Auburn wants to go. And now Kilgore trying to get the guys going. Under a minute left to go here, second and 11. Tigers know they have a good field goal distance from Towns Magoo. But we'll see if there's a little bit quicker pace here. Kilgore in the gun, has the snap. The lefty drops back, wants the receiver. What a ball. Oh, did he make the catch? No, incomplete. There was a flag thrown right in the middle of the offensive line, which might be a hold as Auburn was looking for Ian Nation, had him, and that was actually a great throw. Ian didn't see it till late and then put the hand out there and almost, make, almost came up with a circus catch, but I believe it would have been all for naught as I believe it's going to come back on a hold on the inside. Yeah, I think you got a hold in there maybe on Case Whaley. Was that who you got, Scott, back there? I don't know. There's a, there's a lot of conversation going on, not with Hoover people, but with Auburn people. Yeah. This might be a, a legal hands to the face. We'll see what they come up with here just there's to talk about that throw. The, the, the flag from the umpire to me is two things. It's a hold or it's a, a, a hands to the face. Yeah. Go on about the throw. Well, just going to say the throw from Kilgore there. I mean, you know, you got Ian Nation open there. And, I, again, it's not a bad ball. It's just that Ian kind of saw it a little bit too late. And I think it may have been slightly overthrown. But at the same time, it's another good ball and another good route by Ian Nation there. Just couldn't catch on it. Jackson throws that one away from the safety, puts it kind of where he yep. has to. There's a lot of conversation going on right now. No flag. Third down and 11 coming up. This is the 11th third down for the Tigers here in one half of football. That's yeah, a third, lot. Yes, yes, it is. Third and 11 now for the Tigers. And, again, it's almost, and, of course, it's crazy to say that a 52-yard field goal is automatic. But It's man, not automatic, but you, you, but you know you have the range. You know you're in range here. So does Auburn, do they take a shot or are they trying an intermediate route here with 38 seconds you left? Try to, you try to get your first. Yeah. Three receivers to the short side of the field. One receiver to the far side. Tigers line up under seven left to go on the play clock. Kilgore gets the line down. Three 
Two claps a hand, play action, drops back, has a pocket, steps up, wants his receiver, Cody Palmer. If it's a catch, it's a first down, and they're going to give it to him. Clock needs to stop. 28 seconds, they'll give it to him as Kilgore at the last second finds finds uh, Cody Palmer. Kilgore now in the gun. Palmer's got two timeouts. Got to remember that here. Drops back, wants Nation, has it. Nation needs to get out. He spins and does. And into the Byron Smokehouse red zone, Byron Smokehouse and Auburn tradition for over 30 years. That's a great job because now you're very well in field goal range and you can start taking some shots across either over the middle or in the corner. Oh, you can run it. Yeah. You have two timeouts. Yeah. So, you know, if, if the Hoover, if you feel like the Hoover's defense is tired, maybe slip in a little run game here. Second and five coming as Auburn has become very efficient on third down after starting the, the 0 for 3. Two by two set once again. Both of them kind of condensed. We'll see if maybe an out and up look here. Kilgore has it. Play action. Here comes the blitz. Now he's going to look to escape, and he's going to get sacked. Auburn wants to – they're going to call their timeout with nine seconds left to go. I think they were looking for an out or a corner, and, and Kilgore saw space, and but as he tried to slip through there, he got tackled for a sack. Loss of about four on the play. It's going to bring up a third down and nine. Seven seconds left to go. I thought the timeout was going way earlier. We'll see if any more time is put up. Yeah, it looked to me like Auburn had that timeout off at about ten seconds, and Again, three seconds, that's an entire – that can be an entire play. It's, well, not three seconds. The three seconds, the difference in is seven seconds is close. Yeah. Ten seconds, you can run something. So, we'll see if they put more time on there. I thought the, the, the clock was a little bit home-friendly on there, but I'll be honest with you, Jack, I'm a little biased. Make sure you stick with us uh, at halftime. We'll get some scores brought to you by Franklin Tire and Auto. Friendly service from Franklin on East University Drive across from CC's Pizza in Auburn. Uh, we'll, we'll have recap of, of tonight's action. We'll, we'll go over what's going on across the state. All kind of stuff to talk about. And if, if it'll be me and Jack once again. And sorry, folks, you get us for, for all three hours here tonight. <laughs> again, this action, uh, second quarter action brought to you by Truist Bank and Trust, the only bank you'll ever need. So we'll see what Auburn wants to do here. Quad look to start into the boundary. And I'm sure the last thing Kilgore was told was, hey, if you don't like this quickly, throw it deep and throw it out of play. While this has been, I'm, I'm curious, are they trying to get more time on the clock? Yeah, we certainly thought that Auburn got the timeout off quicker than that. Scott, you got Gibson Loveridge up there, not necessarily a go up and get it receiver. I'm wondering if it's coming from the bunch down here. Does Auburn try to go for the corner back here closest to us? We'll see. Um, seven seconds. And may, no, I think I think we're getting more time as the white hat is looking over towards the scoreboard. I believe we're going to get nine seconds put back up here. We're going to get ten seconds put back up here. There you go. There You had it called right on the nose. Well, I am a little biased too. <laughs> Well, now that changes up what you want. Now Auburn will shift. Ian Nation is your solo receiver, but that safety to the near side probably takes out the one-on-one -on -one action. And Hoover <laughs> wanted to see what Auburn wanted to do, and now Hoover will call the timeout. Ian Nation has some words with the staff. We'll be back in 30 seconds. Ten seconds left to go here in the second quarter. Tigers lead 10-7. You're listening to the Auburn High School Sports Network presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. 
Bending, stretching, walking. The simple moves in life are a real challenge with joint pain. When that happens, the Orthopedic Clinic is here to help. The Orthopedic Clinic offers a comprehensive range of restoring services, from total and partial joint replacement to bone health programs, physical therapy, and sports medicine. With offices conveniently located in Auburn and Opelika, the Orthopedic Clinic is close to home and here to help you stay in motion. Visit theorthoclinic.com to schedule your appointment today. Your hometown station for Auburn sports, Wings 94.3. A lot of options here, Jack, me and you were talking about it. I think with the safety over top of Ian Nation, you can pump and maybe, but I think you look at them and then you take advantage of the three-on-three situation on the other side. Blitz picks it up, looking for the outside receiver, Gibson. Tries to make a catch. It's going to be incomplete, and Auburn will have an opportunity to end this Troy Bank and Trust second quarter with an, with another field goal and try to extend this lead to 13 to seven. Again, this tonight's second quarter action has been brought to you by Troy Bank and Trust, the best of local community bank with the technology, tools, and resources of a regional one. Troy Bank and Trust, the only bank you'll ever need. I like the design there, Scott. They kind of draw attention away with those inside receivers with that safety back there, and then they go for the corner pylon. It's a good throw. It's just a 50-50 ball that goes incomplete. Towns Magoo will have a 40-yard field goal from the left hash. Kick is up. It's on its way. The kick is long enough, and that kick is good with no time left to go here in the second quarter. The Tigers lead this one by a score of 13-7 as Auburn High School scored first. Hoover answered immediately back, and then the Tigers score the last 10 points of the second quarter to send this one to half. When we come back, we'll have the Orthopedic Clinic halftime report as Auburn leads this one 13-7 as you are listening to the Auburn High School Sports Network presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. This is Lee County Revenue Commissioner Olene Price. When we have the opportunity to assist residents of this county, we are pleased to offer options in an effort to make your business with us as convenient as possible. You may visit any of our three offices, one in Auburn, one in Opelika, and in Smith Station. We are open to serve you Monday through Friday from 8.30 a.m. until 4.30 p.m. Central Time and 9 a.m. to 4.30 p.m. Eastern Time in Smith Station. Thank you for allowing me to serve Hey guys, this is Tyler Reynolds with Reynolds Outdoors in Opelika. Fall is right around the corner, which means two things. Football season and hunting season will be on us before you know it. When you're not cheering on the Tigers this fall, take advantage of getting outside with your friends and family to enjoy our great outdoors. We have everything you need from firearms, archery, apparel, fishing, and more to make your next outing successful. Come see us today to meet all of your fall hunting needs. And come visit us on your next visit to the Plains. War Eagle. Hi, this is Michael from University Ace Hardware. I've worked at University Ace for about two years. After studying mechanical engineering at Auburn, I worked as an engineer in commercial construction and as a facilities manager. My favorite part of working at Ace is when a customer comes in with an overwhelming problem, like they got no running water in their house, and we give them the products and know-how to fix it themselves. I love how proud they are when they come back in to tell us how their projects came out and thank us for our help. And that's the best part of my job at University Ace Hardware. Ace is the place your business of 20 years hits a major growth mode. Then you realize you've spent 5,000 hours on conference calls, 
8,000 hours in meetings, a million hours working late, all to take care of your customers. But you'll only trust your one true passion and your company's future to one bank, Troy Bank & Trust. Today, tomorrow, and always. The only bank you'll ever need, Troy Bank & Trust. Member FDIC. It's halftime on your Auburn High School football station. Wings 94-3. This is the Orthopedic Clinic Halftime Show. Welcome back to the Hoover Mets as Auburn is facing the Hoover Bucks. And this is the Orthopedic Clinic Halftime Report presented by the Orthopedic Clinic, East Alabama's go-to center for orthopedic care with locations in Auburn and Opelika to better serve you on the web at theorthoclinic.com. Scott Bagwell here joined by Jack Hudden and also back in the Auburn Network studio is Sam Boyd. Auburn leads this one 13-7. It got started kind of rough for both teams. Tigers took the opening kickoff and went three and out and had to punt it and then their defense took the field for the first time this year they also forced a three and out and a punt all and then the two teams traded punts Hoover got the first first down of the game then Auburn was able to make a little bit of a drive they took over at their own 10 but a couple of penalties moved it all the way back to their own two yard line before driving it down to the Hoover 36 yard line before having to settle settle for a 55 yard Towns Magoo field goal and that one he hit the right center field gap. It was a, it was an absolute bomb from Magoo, and that made it 3 nothing right at the end of the first quarter. But then the immediate drive after, a couple of big plays from this Hoover offense highlighted about a 45-yard catch that got stopped right at the goal line. Auburn in with their goal line defense made it difficult, but the Bucks were able to punch it in from the one-yard line to make it 7-3. to three. Auburn answered a little bit later, about five minutes later, a nine-yard touchdown run from Tyler Flakes. And that gave Auburn a 10-7 lead, their first touchdown of the night. And then Auburn would add a field goal at the buzzer, a 40-yard field goal, a whole home 40-yard field goal from Towns Magoo to make it 13-7. Three points in the first quarter for the Tigers, 10 points in the second quarter for Auburn High School, seven for Hoover. Auburn on third downs, holy cow, were they efficient. As they, uh, and it all started slow. Auburn missed their first three third downs of the night, went 0 for 3. But then after that, Auburn on their next eight hit one, two, three, four, five, six, seven out of their next eight. That is seven of 11 on the third downs. Hoover, on the other hand, has only faced six third downs, and they have converted. Check that. They've converted. Uh, they faced seven first downs, and they have converted uh, two of them, one of them, for a touchdown on a third down and goal from the one-yard line. Auburn High, they've played well. Uh, the one big thing that you can see, Jackson Kilgore threw a pick when Auburn had the ball right on the fringe of the red zone after a monster return from Omar Mabson um, right after the kick, actually right after the touchdown. And then and then all that, uh, you know, just just the ebbs and flows of the game. I thought Auburn handled it well and, uh, and gave themselves a great opportunity here as we head into the second half. Tigers with a six-point lead. But it's opportunity to regroup, opportunity to hydrate, opportunity to get your legs back underneath you. These next two quarters are really going to be a massive gut check for these two teams. It is hot. It is humid. These two teams have played hard. And so we're going to see some guys that have to step up. We started to see some rotation guys coming in to help out uh, skill people. The lines are going to have to dig deep. Uh, it's going to be a real test of uh, – of mental fortitude going forward here as these two teams these two teams are giving in everything they got 
Auburn has a big-time region matchup next week, so they're going to learn a lot about themselves. Hoover, on the other hand, gets to host Oak Grove out of Mississippi before getting in a region play in week two. Auburn, they got tonight against Hoover. They get Enterprise at home next week, and then they go to Dothan, three playoff teams to start the year that can really dictate how Auburn season goes. If you don't believe me, Prattville last year goes to Smith Station, loses that game in an absolute stunner, and that game was the game that kept the Panthers out, or kept the Lions, rather, out of the playoffs. As uh, if they would have won that game, they would have made it into uh, postseason play after they, they finished the season on a torrid run, highlighted by knocking off Opelika. The region is so tough that you need to find a way to get all the wins that you can Central's good. Auburn's good, obviously. Opelika's loaded. Uh, Prattville's good. Dothan is good. Enterprise is good. That is six potential playoff teams right there in the region, and only four get to make it. You could say, say the same thing about Region 3, as it is absolutely loaded with Thompson, Hoover. Uh, Oak Mountain was really good for a stretch. Uh, and then you have Hewitt as well. Spain Park played for a state title not too long ago. Tuscaloosa County and Chelsea all in that region. Three. We come back here on the Orthopedic Clinic Halftime Report. Jack Hudden will take over. He's got some some scores. I don't know if he's got stats. We'll see what happens, and uh, we'll, it'll be a surprise. So so stay tuned when you get when, uh, when you get return here on the Orthopedic Clinic Halftime Report on the Auburn Sports Network, presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. Life isn't made for joint or orthopedic pain. It's made for living, for family, for your favorite hobbies, for sports, for morning walks and afternoon playing in the park. If you suffer from joint or orthopedic pain, turn to the experts at the Orthopedic Clinic. Our board-certified surgeons provide cutting-edge surgical procedures and high-quality, innovative services all close to home. Don't let joint or orthopedic pain keep you from doing all the things you love. Visit theorthoclinic.com and schedule an appointment today. In 1937, five-year-old Henry Stern and his sister, mother, and father escaped Nazi Germany. We'll Meet Again, a new American musical, tells the story of the Stern family's journey to Opelika, Alabama, and Henry's 67-year odyssey to find family left behind. With the most popular music of the era, it's uniquely entertaining. We'll Meet Again, the beauty and potential of the American spirit. At the Opelika Center for the Performing Arts, August 28th, and the Gouge Center in Auburn, August 30th and 31st. Tickets now at the box offices by phone and online. Franklin Tire and Auto is your one-stop automotive shop. For quality, dependable tires, Franklin features Bridgestone, Firestone, and Yokohama. For complete car care, trust Franklin's ASE certified technicians. And for precision collision repair, Franklin's state-of-the-art body shop can fully restore any make or model. With free estimates, insurance claims welcome, and 24-hour towing, all at one stop. Since 1970, Franklin Tire and Auto, East University Drive, across from CC's Pizza, and at franklinautoink.com. It's time to stop dealing with unreliable network copiers, printers, and scanners, and waiting for days for service. ABS of Auburn is your locally owned and operated solution. A full-line Canon, Lexmark, Toshiba, and Ricoh dealer, ABS of Auburn specializes in smooth, efficient office operations. Get the systems, tools, and expertise you need for streamlined productivity, plus reliable support that's always on call. ABS of Auburn, how may we help you? Call 334-329-7000 to schedule a free on-site consultation today. The Auburn High Halftime Show continues. Brought to you by the Orthopedic Clinic on Wings 94.3. 
Well, here at the Hoover Med, it's 335 down the lines, 375 to the gap, 402 to center field, but as long as you have to go, still a long way to go in this one. Two whole quarters left to go. That's two down, two to go in this opening matchup of the 23 season. Auburn and Hoover squaring off in a defensive slugfest of a first quarter. And then only a field goal for the Tigers before putting up 17 combined points in the second quarter, making our score 13-7 at the half. And this is the Orthopedic Clinic Halftime Report presented by the Orthopedic Clinic, East Alabama's go-to for orthopedic care with locations in Auburn and Opelika to better serve you or on the web at theorthoclinic.com. Well, you heard the first half recap from Scott Bagwell just a moment ago. Now it's time to look around the region at some other scores on the Franklin Tire and Auto scoreboard as we get set to go around the region. Prattville and Foley first up. Back last score update here, Foley 14, Prattville 8. They're in the second quarter down south. Opelika and Thompson, no score update at the moment right now. We assume that that one is close to halftime as well. We'll get you scores on that as soon as we can. Central and Hewitt at halftime. Central has opened up a 21-10 lead over the Hewitt Trustville Huskies and their honorary captain, Brandon Cox, tonight. We'll see if Central can hold on there for the win as the number two team in the state, excuse me, the number three team in the state Central is. Yeah, that may be different now. Number two listed on here. Think Auburn is the number two seed in the in the state, but we'll get confirmation on that at a later point. Well, Enterprise is running it up on you, Fowler, right now at halftime, 35 to nothing as we continue to look around the area. James Clemens over Gardendale right now, 6-0. That's in the second quarter. Baldwin County over Davidson at halftime. That one, an offensive firepower fest, 33-28 at halftime. We'll see what that continues to be. Of course, 10-7 here at the Hoover Met. Auburn over Hoover. Oh, excuse me, 13-7. Florence and Pinson Valley at a battle. They're at three, knotted there. It's in the second quarter. Tuscaloosa County, Tuscaloosa County and Central also out of Tuscaloosa. No score there yet. Up north, Hartzell and Austin at halftime. Austin ahead in that one, 21-7. Looking around the country at some other big-time high school scores. Bishop Gorman over Long Beach Poly, 46-15. Bergen Catholic, you got a 24-6 lead over Red Bank Catholic. Bellevue over River Rouge. You got Langston Hughes out of Georgia over McEachern, 14-9 there in the third in the third quarter. Colquitt County over Stockbridge, 31-42. Carrollton up big on South Paulding, 42-0. Buford, number five in the country. Mallard Creek up seven to nothing on Buford in the third quarter. Let's see how that one plays out. What an interesting score there. And then finally, the number one team in the state, Sarah Land in Alabama, playing Lipscomb Academy right now. And Deuce Knight, the quarterback up there for the Lipscomb Academy Mustang, seven to six leading is Lipscomb Academy in that one. That game is in Sarah Land. So a little Alabama-Tennessee battle for you on the night. Well, as we continue to look around some scoreboards, let's get into the college football scoreboard as tomorrow you get college football once again. It's a kickoff day, Navy and Notre Dame at 1.30 p.m. We'll get ready to kick back and watch some college football again. Now it may not be SEC football quite yet, but Navy and Notre Dame going to get started once again at 1.30. Notre Dame, your favorite there. And then right away you get San Jose State. They will visit Former Heisman winner and USC Trojan Caleb Williams. That one getting underway at 7 o'clock. That one is tomorrow. Once again, USC favored in that one. As you get into next week, on Thursday, the Florida Gators 
will head to Utah at 7 o'clock. That's the once again the Thursday night game. Utah the favorite in that one. Florida loses quarterback Anthony Richardson to the NFL, who was just named the Colts starter this past week. We'll see what Florida can do in this new look offense. Virginia and Tennessee will get it started next Saturday. Tennessee the favorite in that one. Utah State and Iowa also at 11 a.m. East Carolina and Michigan as we just run down the list of uh, games coming up. Deion Sanders prime time against the TCU Horn Frogs at 11 a.m. The era of prime will get going there at uh, Colorado. Ohio State and Indiana, a Big Ten matchup right out of the gate at 2.30 next Saturday. You also have Rice visiting Texas at 2.30 at that same time slot. Boise State and Washington will get going at 2.30 as well. That one an interesting game as Boise State goes out of conference as they tend to do from time to time to open up the season. Texas A&M over in the SEC gets New Mexico. South Carolina and North Carolina, a big one there opening up in Charlotte. Alabama will take on the Middle Tennessee Blue Raiders. Bama, of course, the big favorite to win in that one. Penn State and West Virginia also going on at 6.30. You'll have LSU and Florida State at 6.30, and then Clemson and Duke at 7 o'clock on Monday, September 4th. Plenty of games upcoming, and of course the big one in the area. The Auburn Tigers get going. It's the Hugh Freeze era, and under Hugh Freeze, Auburn looks to get a more settled offense, get a dynamic defense back with Peyton Thorne as your quarterback, and finally, on the other end, you've got the defensive players such as DJ James, Nehemiah Pritchett, gonna be a fun time in Auburn and catch it all right here on Wings 94-3. Well, you'll have myself and Uncle T-Bone for game day on Wings 94-3. We'll get going four hours before kickoff. That'll be at 10.30 next Saturday. So not tomorrow. Won't have us tomorrow, but we'll get going at 10.30 on Wings 94-3. So all your action for Auburn High School and Auburn University uh, football going to be on Wings 94-3. Be sure to keep it here throughout those these weekends as we will have coverage up and down for you. Well, with the Hoover Band still on the field, about five minutes left to go until we get started in the second half. We're going to go ahead and send it for another two-minute break and come back. And this is the Orthopedic Clinic Halftime Report presented by the Orthopedic Clinic with locations in Auburn and Opelika or on the web at theorthoclinic.com, East Alabama's go-to center for orthopedic care. We'll be back after this to Scott Bagwell to get final thoughts from halftime and to kick off the second half. All coming up on the Auburn High School Sports Network presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. Inspired by the bold bison, Southern Union students blaze new trails every single day. They press forward knowing their SU education will lead them to success. Affordable, accessible, and locally unparalleled. Whether you're transitioning to a university or launching straight into a lucrative career, a degree from SUSEC can help you blaze your path. Three locations, dedicated faculty and staff, endless possibilities. It's all waiting for you at Southern Union. It's time to venture forward. Register today. Experience and knowledge from the pros. Russell Dewitt Center and Building Supply. Russell Building Supply is Auburn's hometown home center. With top brands and an easy-to-use drive through lumberyard, we have what you need to get the job done. Russell Building Supply, East University Drive in Auburn. Become a Russell Rewards member. Experience and knowledge from the pros. Russell Dewitt Center and Building Supply. Your business of 20 years hits a major growth mode. Then you realize you've spent 5,000 hours on conference calls, 8,000 hours in meetings, a million hours working late, all to take care of your customers. But you'll only trust your one true passion and your company's future to one bank. 
Troy Bank and Trust. Today, tomorrow, and always. The only bank you'll ever need. Troy Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Come in and get it out of your system. The Car Stereo Shop. Hey, it's Steve from the Car Stereo Shop in Auburn with great news. We have not closed our doors. We moved to 1823 Opelika Road, right behind Custom Trucks Unlimited. We are still selling the best products at the best prices and backing them with the best warranties. We are just in a bigger, better facility to better serve our customers. Come see us at 1823 Opelika Road, right behind CTU. This is the place for the Orthopedic Clinic Halftime Show. Your Auburn High School Football Station. Wings 94-3. Ooh, the Hoover Met here as the Auburn High School Tigers lead this one by a score of 13-7. Scott Bagwell joined by Jack Hudden. And Jack, um, you know, this if you grew up in the state of Alabama, you know about Hoover. You know about them moving to the Hoover Met uh, in the early part in the early 2000s because of the of the fans and um, you know you look here you got fans from going down what is the first baseline all the way wrapped around the I mean there's fans in every single section there's people all over the place we walked through there was suites this is an impressive setup and um, and they make this feel like uh, still, it's a it's a football facility, even though it's obviously a baseball facility. Now, one pick is I would like to add more sections there, but I'm sure for the bigger games that, that they they do. I'm sure like when Thompson comes here, they can fill out the whole outfield, and then the area down the third base line is also um, for uh, visiting fans. So um, I don't know. It just creates a really cool environment. You have the hills where the kids can play as well. Um, it reminds me of when I was growing up at Duck Sanford Stadium, Auburn High School had that heel that you would play on. So, I don't know. It's just a really, really cool environment. Yeah, I definitely agree with you. And, you know, if, if a bystander came by and, and didn't know this was happening, he'd say, oh, it looks like not very well attended college game. Well, it's not a college game. you got a yeah. high school football game going on, and there's that many people here that make this feel really big. You know, the SEC baseball tournament is played here as well, and so there's a lot of just kind of – character and history that goes along with the Hoover Met. So you're right, you got the two hills that are really cool to see. You got to get kids to play on. Like you, I'm, I'm kind of like you. I'd like to see some more seating out there in the outfield. I know that's hard to put up temporary seats, but you know, what can you do with it? But the other thing is, is that might strictly be based on the amount of tickets that Auburn bought. You know, they can see how many tickets are being bought so they can bring in more seats if needed. Because to be fair, they're not full over there, but there's a lot of people off to the left sitting in the in the bleachers or sitting in the bat in the chair backs, and then you got a lot of people in the bleachers. It sets up for a great, great environment and a really, really cool venue and just uh, just a really cool setup. You had the Hoover Walk coming in, just a lot of really cool uh, stuff going on here, and it sets up for a great action. Well, and how about the Auburn fans that came yeah. out tonight too? It's a great section of students over there who came all the way to Hoover, two hours down the road. So yeah. really impressive by the Auburn faithful to show up. This is going to wrap up the Orthopedic Clinic Halftime Report, East Alabama's go-to center for orthopedic care with locations in Auburn and Opelika to better serve you on the web at theorthopedica.com. Second half coming up when we come back. You're listening to the Auburn High School Sports Network presented by the Orthopedic Clinic.
father escaped Nazi Germany. We'll Meet Again, a new American musical, tells the story of the Stern family's journey to Opelika, Alabama, and Henry's 67-year odyssey to find family left behind. With the most popular music of the era, it's uniquely entertaining. We'll Meet Again, the beauty and potential of the American spirit. At the Opelika Center for the Performing Arts, August 28th, and the Gouge Center in Auburn, August 30th and 31st. Tickets now at the box offices by phone and online. Attention large property owners and adventure seekers. If you're looking for a reliable and powerful off-road vehicle, check out the full lineup of Landmaster UTVs at University Ace Hardware. With a tough steel frame, four-wheel drive, and strong suspension, Landmaster UTVs can handle anything from hauling gear for a hunting trip, tackling chores around your property, or exploring new trails. Landmaster has a UTV for you. Visit University Ace Hardware today and experience the ultimate UTV and off-road performance. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware folks. My joints aren't what they used to be. Routine exercise, playing ball outside with the kids, riding bikes on vacation. I never worried about keeping up. But now, my joint pain has started slowing me down. I decided to make an appointment with the orthopedic clinic. Their surgical partners had the experience, technology, and personalized approach to care that I was looking for. Best of all, it was close to home. I'm thankful I chose the orthopedic clinic. Don't let joint pain slow you down. Visit theorthoclinic.com and schedule your appointment today. Now, let's get back to the action. It's time to kick off the second half of Auburn High Football on Wings 94.3. Presented by the Orthopedic Clinic, Russell Building Supply, and Southern Union. Also brought to you by Auburn Bank, Franklin Tire and Auto, University Ace Hardware, Troy Bank and Trust, and by Gouge Performing Arts Center. Welcome back to the Hoover Met and Scott Bagwell here joined by Jack Hood and Hoover will receive the kickoff here as Auburn High will kick off going from the outfield to home plate if you've been to the Hoover Met as it'll be Hoover's ball to start. Couple of updates since Jack's gone over the scores. Uh, Central punches one in 28 to 10 Red Devils over Hewitt Trussville, and then it sounded like Thompson was threatening to uh, punch one in against Opelika in the, in the battle of region. Yeah, still no score there in Thompson, but Thompson apparently knocking on the door yeah. after a really short field to open up the second quarter. And then Rush Probst threw his headset at somebody, so that, that's fun stuff as well. It's a normal Friday. Yeah, yep, yep, yep. Welcome back to Alabama football, the uh, high school football here in Alabama. Rush Probst making headlines. And as we're at Hoover, there we go, even better. Towns Magoo will approach, and he'll kick that one away, and it will uh, – it, 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 it got caught. If it doesn't get caught, it probably goes into the dugout down the third baseline. First and ten, Hoover coming out. Scott, I'm reacting over here. That's – that's at least 10 yards at, yep. out of the back of the end zone. <laughs> Golly. That's a heck of a leg. So after three straight possessions for the Bucks taking over in, in like from the 40, 45 or in Auburn territory, 20, 25, 20, 20 now of their own. So they've now had to go that, that length of the field to, uh, to score. They did it once. Twins to the near side, a two tight end set. Hoover has it to start. And low snap, the running back's going to scoop it up and he'll fall down on it. We've seen a handful of bad.
crematory. My dad, Bill, and I are pleased to be a part of the Opelika, Auburn, and Lee County area and thankful to the families that have placed their trust in us. At Jeffco Trent Funeral Home and Crematory, we continue to assure you when you call on us, you will be treated like a member of our own family with passionate and caring service. It's our desire to assist you during your difficult times and help you through your many decisions you face. Call on us in your time of need. Jeffco Trent Funeral Home and Crematory. Inspired by the bold bison, Southern Union students blaze new trails every single day. They press forward knowing their SU education will lead them to success. Affordable, accessible, and locally unparalleled. Whether you're transitioning to a university or launching straight into a lucrative career, a degree from SUSEC can help you blaze your path. Three locations, dedicated faculty and staff, endless possibilities. It's all waiting for you at Southern Union. It's time to venture forward. Register today. In 1937, five-year-old Henry Stern and his sister, mother, and father escaped Nazi Germany. We'll Meet Again, a new American musical, tells the story of the Stern family's journey to Opelika, Alabama, and Henry's 67-year odyssey to find family left behind. With the most popular music of the era, it's uniquely entertaining. We'll Meet Again, the beauty and potential of the American spirit. At the Opelika Center for the Performing Arts, August 28th, and the Gouge Center in Auburn, August 30th and 31st. Tickets now at the box offices by phone and online. Whether you're a senior golfer or pro athlete, high school football player, or little league superstar, injuries are sometimes just part of the game. When it happens, it's nice to know the Orthopedic Clinic is here to get you back in action. The team of physicians at the Orthopedic Clinic offer the latest in treatment, procedure options, and complete rehabilitation for knees, hips, ankles, spine, and more. Don't let aches and sprains or more serious orthopedic issues keep you on the sideline. Visit theorthoclinic.com and schedule an appointment today. Experience and knowledge from the pros. Russell Dewitt Center and Building Supply. Russell Building Supply is Auburn's hometown home center. With top brands and an easy-to-use drive-through lumberyard, we have what you need to get the job done. Russell Building Supply, East University Drive in Auburn. Become a Russell Rewards member. Experience and knowledge from the pros. Russell Dewitt Center and Building Supply. Inspired by the bold bison, Southern Union students blaze new trails every single day. They press forward knowing their SU education will lead them to success. Affordable, accessible, and locally unparalleled. Whether you're transitioning to a university or launching straight into a lucrative career, a degree from SUSEC can help you blaze your path. Three locations, dedicated faculty and staff, endless possibilities. It's all waiting for you at Southern Union. It's time to venture forward. Register today. Your business of 20 years hits a major growth mode. Then you realize you've spent 5,000 hours on conference calls, 8,000 hours in meetings, a million hours working late, all to take care of your customers. But you'll only trust your one true passion and your company's future to one bank, Troy Bank & Trust. Today, tomorrow, and always. The only bank you'll ever need, Troy Bank & Trust. Member FDIC. AHS Football on Wings 94.3, part of the Auburn Network family of stations. Well, at times, live stuff happens, and that's what happened here. We lose connection right as Jackson Mills drives on a post route, picks it off, and then runs it into the corner of the end zone for a pick six, 20-7, Auburn High School leads. A gain of five, 
Now on first down and 10, Hoover has it at their own 25-yard line as they'll try to bounce back. Play action, want the go route, looking for looking to go one-on-one with Andrew Hahn, who was in a who was hand oh, was hand fighting, and it was stride for stride. There is a flag on the far side. Some Auburn High School players are pointing to Hoover. We'll see what the call is as it happened right at the line of scrimmage, and we'll see if it's on Auburn or on Hoover. Ineligible downfield on Hoover. So Auburn, I'm thinking, would take that, set up a second down and nine, second down and ten, as opposed to the third down or third down and five. I'll tell you, as the lone audience member on that pick six, Scott Bagwell with one of the greatest calls in Auburn High School football history there. I enjoyed it. <laughs> I'm glad you did. <laughs> Maybe the Hoover people around yeah. us didn't. I think Coach Yarbo might have enjoyed it. I don't know. He He's up here having to film. He, it was an audience of two as we lost connection there. But uh, Jackson Mills makes gets beat on the play earlier, steps up for it, has a pick six there. Uh, the senior in his first day has a great has a great play right there. Second and 10 as Auburn takes the penalty, and Hoover will now have it back at their own 20 on second down and 10 coming up. Tight end off to the right along with two receivers. Auburn shows a bear look. Drop back and wants a little hitch right over the middle. Has the yardage, and it's just like if Auburn declined it, third down and about four, maybe five. Once again, it is Christopher Warren. That was just a three hitch across the board. Uh, three people go find some space, and we're going to throw it to somebody that's open. Marquise Washington for Auburn kind of hobbled as he walks off towards the Auburn uh, Auburn bench. I almost said dugout. Ten, oh, ten minutes left to go here in the third quarter. Tigers lead 20-7. to seven. Tigers showing outside pressure. Two stand-up defensive end. Pitts is one of them. The other one, Ashton White. Tigers rotating some of the D linemen in. Tigers show pressure as well. Shawback has it. Tigers get pressure. One and out route has his receiver. It's the slot. It's going to be close to the first. Should have his first. Third down and five gain, or third down and four gain of five. Picks it up for the first down. I'll tell you what, Scott. Going back to that pick six, it's Jackson Mills who is the beneficiary of that. He gets beat earlier down towards this Hoover end zone, and Hoover ends up actually taking in for a touchdown. And so. That's big redemption yep. by Jackson Mills, picking off that pass and taking it to the house. Really, really good for his development. Hoover took their time on that last play, wanted to make sure they had exactly what they wanted. Play action, wanting the go ball once again, trying to fight against Andrew Hahn. The receiver makes a great catch. It's a pretty good ball, too. Hahn was stride for stride, and making the play is Frederick Dunson, the receiver on the near side. And I'll sound like a homer, but I think in college ball, that's going to get a second look. It looked to me like there may have been a bobble as he came down to the ground. Still an excellent catch by the Hoover White out there. But there's that back shoulder throw that Hoover just turns around and they're able to get it. Into the Auburn territory go the Bucks is now the last couple. They've, they've decided they want to pick on Andrew Hahn a little bit. Yeah. Inside give. Tigers run past it as that was D.J. Witcher who ran right past it. Luckily, he had some inside help from some of the linebackers. Gain of a couple on the play. Second down and about eight. Like we've said, like I've said tonight already, Scott speeds kills and D.J. Witcher's got speed. Oh, that one needed to, needed to do the whole throttle down and, and get to it. As, uh, as he ran right past that little inside zone there. Second down and about eight coming. 
Thompson kicks the field goal, goes up 3-0 in the battle down in Montgomery against Opelika. Two, two back set here for Opelika, and it's a new quarterback, and it's a handoff to Dunson, and Auburn does a good job tracking it down. It's going to set up a third down and about five as coming in was, uh, I think that was Winston in the kind of a wildcat set. Third down and about four, maybe five coming. As that was just a, a kind of a zone read, on out, but it was an outside zone read. He had Davis Smith over there in on. He had Ty Hudson in there. I think it may have been Davis Smith who took on that lead blocker and actually yeah. opened up the tackle. Wildcat set once again with Winston in the backfield. It's a two-by-two two set, sweep action, and it's a fake. And Winston goes up the middle, makes one guy miss. Tigers get hats to the ball. Third down and one coming, or fourth down and one coming. I'll say this, if I'm a defensive back and I see that quarterback going to block 10 yards downfield, I'm taking a shot right at him next time he lines up out wide. Yeah, absolutely. And it really looks like Hoover has gone more to the ground game here. You know, they bring in. Um, I mean, they bring in number four who's running the offense. That's Winston. That's Winston, yeah. And so the same wide out that on down here scores. Yep. So we know he's got speed. We know he's got wiggle. Well, he, what do they draw up here? He started last year at quarterback as a freshman in this game. Fourth down and one, heavy set. Winston has it, goes off tackle, breaks one tackle into the end zone as he's going to go from 35 out. It was fourth and one, Tigers. Bunched up in the middle, had two people there to make a tackle. He runs through the arm tackle and runs into pay dirt from 35 yards out. And we are an extra point away from being right where we were at halftime. And unfortunately, that's just a fourth down that, you, like you said, you bunch up in the middle, and you get one seam, and you're gone because those safeties, those DBs are up towards the line of scrimmage trying to stop that one yard. So there's a nice play call by Hoover. Just give it to your best athlete and let him run. Extra point is up, and the extra point is good with 6.55 left to go here. Tigers now lead by 6, 20 to 14. We'll be back in 30 seconds. You're listening to the Auburn High School Football or the Auburn High School Sports Network presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. Hello, this is Coley Trant from Jeffco Trant Funeral Home and Crematory. My dad Bill and I are pleased to be a part of the Opelika, Auburn, and Lee County area and thankful to the families that have placed their trust in us. At Jeffco Trant Funeral Home and Crematory, we continue to assure you when you call on us, you will be treated like a member of our own family with passionate and caring service. It's our desire to assist you during your difficult times and help you through your many decisions you face. Call on us in your time of need. Jeffco Trant Funeral Home and Crematory. The Beatles, the Stones, and the Tigers play here. Wings, 94-3. 6.55 left to go here in the third quarter. The Tigers' defense has scored a touchdown here in the third quarter. They've given up a touchdown here in the third quarter. And it is 20-14, exactly where we were at the start of the half. But now Auburn offense will get their first swings at it. An 80-yard touchdown run or 80-yard touchdown drive by Hoover. Got a little bit of success on the run. Had a couple of big third downs. Also had a big play where it looks like they're going to start picking on Andrew Hahn, use the height advantage. And, uh, and Auburn's going to have to make some tackles. A couple of runs in there. Looked like they had opportunities to stop it. And, you know, a, a gain of three or four, but ends up being a gain of five. And on that one, had, had two guys right at it. Would have been a first down. Winston breaks the tackle and then races for the end zone. Yeah, just too much speed and wiggle by Winston there to get free. Going back to our keys of the game, Scott, now you, I mean, yours was the defense. What does the defense look like? Well, you got a lot of new guys out there now. Now you get 
one of my keys to the game, Jackson Kilgore, come back out, try to answer that drive. If Auburn can put together a drive and answer here, that shuts down a lot of that momentum. And not only that, but that kind of puts the clamps down on Hoover as to, okay, you're going to score, we're going to answer you right back. So we'll see what Hoover wants to do. They have skied a couple of times. Last time they did, Omar Mapson had a big return against the Bucks. We'll see what they do this time. Here comes the kick. It's a sky kick, and it will be taken at the five-yard line. Here comes Mapson once again. Got a seam, makes a guy miss, cuts up the middle. Great return. Tigers will take over at about the 35-yard line. And almost, almost felt like he was another. He was a, he was an inch away from there. As I think we see our first cramp of the night. Tyler McKinnell limping off the field. Yeah, boy, I tell you, it looks like Omar Mapson is, is going to be special in the return game. He's, he's able to hit a hole with some ferocity and go downhill as a runner. So, you know, you saw it on the screen. You saw it on a couple kick returns now. I think he's going to be dangerous for the Tigers. We saw Auburn use tempo and all that. I think you're going to see Auburn High kind of try to grind out some things right here, try to get keep, try to get this game under control. Inside handoff and a nice push there by the interior. It's going to be a gain of about three on the play. Flakes on the carry, as you saw the, the guards in the center really getting a, a push there. Second down, actually give them about four, maybe five. Second down and medium coming up. Yeah, I was just about to say, you know, where's your cloud of dust? You're going three yeah. yards and actually turns into about four or five. Nice job to fall forward there by Tyler Flakes. Two by two set here for Kilgore. Here comes motion for Ian Nation. Nation will have it and trying to get the alley. And nice job there by the safety. Gain of one, maybe two as... Jalen Foster goes down as looks like I think he got rolled up on. So that means that Auburn High School will have to adjust. What what they want to do here are, nope, they're going to let him stay. Did he nope. jam a finger or something? I think he jammed a leg. He comes off. Here we go, Tristan Pr or, uh, Trenton Pritchett. He'll go to right tackle, and then Auburn will move Aiden Platt inside, and then they'll move probably Hugh Botterford to center. So you got a sophomore making playing his first career game here on a third down and six. Here comes motion, fumble, Kilgore has it, drops out, throws it, has his receiver. What a play by Griffin McLean to stay with it. High snap handled there by Kilgore, puts his hand on the or gets his hand on it, and, and is able to erase out of it, and then finds Cody Palmer, not Griffin McLean, for the first down yardage. What great presence of mind there by Jackson Kilgore. It is a new center, and so you hadn't snapped the ball all night. A little bit high. Kilgore has to go back and retrieve it. It almost looked like that play a few years ago from Ole Miss in Alabama yeah. where ball goes up in the air, gets tipped around, and you just throw it to a receiver. Jalen Palmer. Jalen Foster back in at center. Cody Palmer rotates out. Antonio Welch into the game, making his first appearance today. Kilgore has it, and it's a mess run by Hoover, but Auburn runs right past it. Gain of about 10 on the play, and it'll be, if it's not a first down, it's second down and one. Looks like they will give him first down yardage. Gain of 10 on the play. Tigers have moved into Bucks territory. 541 left to go here in the third. Auburn leads 20 to 14. And it almost looked like when Foster was running off a minute ago, I, I thought it was a fink because he looked like he was holding his arm for a second, but then kind of saw the limp. I wonder what that's going to do for the rest of this drive. Let's see if he can keep in it there. Welch in motion. It's going to be a offsides on the defensive end. Guess what? Same guy. 
that jumped earlier in the game. Let's see if it's the same reaction. Indeed it is. He will have to come off and have a conversation with an assistant coach. Jalen Foster also, I think he's I think he's doing okay. He gets up dancing, pointing at the guy that jumps off sides there. Finger, leg, whatever it is, I think he's uh, all right. Good to see him back in. And then Pritchett, when he gets called in there, does his job. Inside zone once again, and running hard is Flakes. He's going to get a gain of about three, maybe four. Second down and about two coming up. We'll see if Kilgore, who is athletic, has a pull in him or not. And it has been the Flake show. Here comes Omar Mamson right now. I was just about to say, Scott, you mentioned it at the beginning of this drive. It's a grinded out mentality that Auburn has had. I believe it's only one pass on this drive thus far, the, the pass yep. to Cody Palmer on third down. So let's see if Auburn sticks with that run here. Second down and two, quad set to the left. Now Auburn will shift Palmer and uh, McLean off to the right side. And into the backfield is Omar Mapson. Omar Mapson makes one guy miss, puts his foot in the ground, gets first down yardage to about the 23-24 yard line. You're starting to see, you're starting to see Hoover starting to to just barrel, try to barrel through these linemen. Some frustration, a long drive coming here for Auburn. First down yardage, as Auburn has it right at the 23 yard line. Coming into the game, good to see Tyler McKinnell come in. Auburn will go two tight end set here. Well, important now for Auburn not to beat themselves down here. You're getting close to the red zone. No silly flags you want to see because it does look like you're starting to gash Hoover on that offensive line. Two tight ends set. Gibson Lowridge is in the slot and Ian Nation outside. Auburn will have a bunch of shifts going on. And handoff to Mapson. Mapson has to make one guy miss, and he will. He'll get back to the line of scrimmage and then some. Auburn High misses the block on the edge, and if Auburn High would have got that, might have been set up pretty. Omar makes it work, though. Gain of five on the play, lucky not to lose four, and a big play there by the sophomore, second down and about five, maybe six. Yeah, that's a really good just four or five-yard run there by Mapson. He Kind of breaks a tackle back in the backfield. It looks like the defensive end got a hold of him, but he's able to shake him off and get out of bounds for a few yards. Two tight end set once again. Wanting the fade, looking for Lowridge, and he gets hailed. Where's the flag? Where's the flag? Lowridge, no, that was Griffin McLean. No, it was, it was Gibby. Uh, was trying to pull away from it, and as he goes to extend, you see that jersey come away. Almost makes a heck of a one-handed catch. That should have been a hold on the on the uh, on the Hoover defensive back there. Gibby checks out. Daryl Gibson will check in for him. Two by two set. If anything here, Auburn just don't turn the ball over. Want a screen, a screen? Has a screen. Griffin McLean trying to get people out of his way and. The safety trying to rip it out of a McLean down inside the five. With that, Auburn High School moves into the Byron Smokehouse red zone, or the, the red zone pre presented by Byron Smokehouse breakfast. Byron Smokehouse, an Auburn tradition for over 30 years. First down, they're going to mark him down at the four, gain of about 15 on the play. Scott, I like that play call. You're in the red zone. you got a field goal set up, and you go safe with a screen. Omar. Off the left side, lowers his head, plows his way to the two, almost the one, almost got in there. Second down and goal coming from about the two or the three. I got a strong feeling it's going to be the Omar show here. Well, but, Only got a few more yards. Well, what it is is the offensive line show. Yeah. You know, run it, run it, run it. 
And uh, if they're going to crash on it, trust Jackson to read his keys and pull if, if he needs to. Two receivers to the far side, which is the wide side. Sell the receiver to, to the near side. Eight people in the box for the Hoover Bucks. Hoover shows blitz. Inside give to Omar. Auburn makes one guy miss. Hoover, or now Omar, is going back. He's going to be tackled by the back of the helmets, which, um, as far as I know, is illegal. You cannot tackle by the back of the helmet. That is considered part of the face mask. Numbers win that one for uh, for Hoover, and unfortunately, Omar broke a tackle. He then spins out to the right, ends up losing about eight. What would have been third and goal from about the four is now third and goal from the right hash on the nine-yard line. Well, it looked for a moment like he may have had a cutback, but you know, you, I forget about that defensive end, that speed of this Hoover defense, and they're just able to track him down. You can't do that against great talent. Well, like I mean, this. he didn't try. He he. He didn't want to reserve or reverse field. He got spun that way, and that just kind of what ended up happening there. Auburn High is going to have to call a timeout to save the penalty. Third down and nine from the nines coming up. 149 left to go here. Tigers have had a ground and pound drive, but now they need to find a way to get nine on third and go. We'll be back in 30 seconds. You're listening to the Auburn High School Sports Network presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. Inspired by the bold bison, Southern Union students blaze new trails every single day. They press forward knowing their SU education will lead them to success. Affordable, accessible, and locally unparalleled. Whether you're transitioning to a university or launching straight into a lucrative career, a degree from SUSEC can help you blaze your path. Three locations, dedicated faculty and staff, endless possibilities. It's all waiting for you at Southern Union. It's time to venture forward. Register today. The Eagles, Def Leppard, and the Tigers play here. Wings 94-3. We'll see what Hoover wants to do here. 149 left to go in the third quarter. Tigers have it third and goal from the nine. Tigers lead by six, 20 to 14. Do they do they double Ian Nation? Because they've tried to do that some. Ian Nation is in the bunch set inside. We'll see, and it's it, this looks like a blitz look here for, for Hoover. Auburn in the gun. Claps a hand, drop back, Kilgore sprints out and wants over the middle. Has his receiver wide open on the rollout. Cody Palmer for the touchdown. From nine yards out, Kilgore rolls, was looking to the flats. Cody Palmer does a great job settling right in the middle of the Hoover end zone and made himself available. Kilgore throws it right on the money. Touchdown, Tigers. You're right, Scott. Good word there. He settled into that position. That's what I liked about that route. You had the whole action rolling to the left, and Cody Palmer just kind of sneaks out there. He goes left initially, but he just settles into that spot, lets the whole defense run away from him, and Kilgore does a great job to spot him and throw, him the, throw it to him in the end zone. Tigers are go for two. Watch out on the table. Don't break it, buddy. Tigers will go for two, trying to make this a two-touchdown lead. 26-14 is our score. Ball dead center, bunch set once again. Kilgore in the gun. There goes Flame Motion. Has it over the middle of the field, but a nice job there by the defensive back to get his hands, and that's going to be taunting on Hoover as the defensive back decided to stand over the Auburn High School player after making a play on the ball. So it will be a personal foul on the kickoff since it's a dead ball penalty. Yes, it could be big for field position there. Auburn not going to get a second crack at the two-pointer 
Thought they had the look they wanted oh, they there, did. but a nice job. It was job. a nice play. Nice job by the Hoover defense. But, yeah, that will result in hope what you would think would be fairly good field position here for Auburn. You're going to kick it out of the back of the end zone. Well, yeah. <laughs> the question is, do you onside and yeah. risk 15 yards of field position? Or do you see how high you can sky it? Boy, that's my thing, Scott. I'm, you know, I'm a big. I, I love to get into analytics and stuff. And you're right. You're only giving up maybe 15 yards if you don't get your onside kick. So, heck yeah. I mean, you know, why not try it now? Or sky it. See, yeah. look at it and say, hey, you know, what's the best field position you can get? Do you do you have put a backup kicker in there and say, hey, you know, just kind of pooch this one, try to put it down inside the five and say, all right, now you got to return it. It's the, the scene from the, the longest yard when he tells him, I need you to go in and kick off. Yeah, more or less. <laughs> Outside, this isn't an onside kick. 26-14, yeah. Auburn High School has the lead here. 143 left to go in the third quarter. Auburn High will be kicking off from the Hoover 45. Or you just tell Towns, hey, just stand there. Don't, no, no run up. <laughs> If I'm Hoover, I, put, I don't put anybody deep. Or the other thing is, is you look at your defense and say you're not giving up another 80-yard drive. Towns kick it out of the back of the end zone. Boy, if he does kick this out of the back of the end zone, you better be, you better be aware. There's, there's a good thing there's a net there. Yes. And Auburn's going to go for an onside kick here. Well, I thought they were. Magoo will now take his normal drop. And I think they wanted to look at it, but but Hoover's kind of set up for it. So, you know, go kick it out of the back of the end zone. Yeah. Watch out, press box. <laughs> he hit it three or four rows deep. And that's when you tell the guys who are covering guys don't, don't, don't. Yeah. Just stand there. We're going to see if he can hit the press box. <laughs> Touchback, and Hoover will take over at their own 20. Last time they had it, it was from their own 20, and it was an 80-yard touchdown drive, and it was needed after Auburn went up by two scores. Auburn just goes up by two scores again, and Hoover needs another good drive. Yeah, yeah. and if you're the Auburn defense here, now's the time. I mean, you know, we talked about bowing your neck. You can do it on this drive. You've set yourself up really well going into the fourth quarter. Winston in orbit motion. It's a handoff right up the middle. Ty, uh, Ty Hudson there he sniffs it out, and luckily he was, he was the one that needed to do it, and he does it. Gain of about three on the play, second down and seven, maybe six. You know, I don't want to put a jinx on anybody, Scott, but for the most part, tackling tonight has been very good for Outside the Outside of game. the one that we missed, yes, you know, yes, and, down and down I'm going to go ahead and say zone. any missed tackle from the 120 mark in the third quarter forward, all on you. Sure. All your fault. Okay. <laughs> I'll take it. I'll Three take receivers run. to the left side, one receiver to the right. Tigers show blitz. Here they come. Hoover picks it up. Late pressure, and there you go. Defensive end coming through, and actually that's a defensive tackle. Deuce White wearing number zero, and that will bring up a third down at about 12. Big Deuce Wright getting back there and pulling down the quarterback. That's a big, big play by this defense. Now you're in third and long. Scott, if you can get off the field here, go into the fourth quarter with the ball up yeah. two scores, that's huge for this Auburn team. Well, uh, you know, they're uh, and, and actually Hoover will go with another tight end look. 
And I think what they're trying to do is bunch the middle and see if they can get a one-on-one -on -one look here with a corner or safety, which is what they have right now. Auburn High will send. It's an empty look with the tight end with the tight end up back. We'll see what Hoover wants to do with that look. Yeah, you've got Warren up it. at the top up there. There's a pressure by Witcher and looking to throw it deep, incomplete, out of reach. And also there on the pressure was Witcher as well as number 21, Jace Williams. Tigers do a good job of force the issue. Don't, don't get grabby in the back four, and Auburn forces a punt. Witcher came in with a hit on the quarterback there, and I think I, it was it was it was getting close to a late one. They they've let it go. They've let, let a yes, lot go. High snap, but the punter brings it in. Low line drive kick. Fair catch called for and made at the 50-yard line. That's where Auburn will take over with nine seconds left to go here in the third quarter. Run that ball, Scott. Find a way to punch it in the end zone. Establish, yes, I say establish the ground game. Get back in the end zone on this one, and you've set yourself up great. It'll be interesting to see here, talking about that, if you go more towards, is it a by committee here, or is it a Tyler Flakes? Is it Omar Mabson? Who's fresh? Yeah. That's, that's who it is. Both of them have run really hard. Both of them have earned the right to carry the ball here in the fourth quarter. Kilgore in the gun. Drops back, wants a fade ball, looking for McLean. McLean goes up. A lot of contact, incomplete. Actually, no, Gibson Lowridge, my apologies there, has tried to get the outside receiver. Incomplete second down and 10 going there. Not a bad idea. A little bit surprised with the play call there on about nine seconds left. But, hey, you're still aggressive. You're still trying to punch it in the end zone. Well, the thing is, as you've gotten more success on the run game, now you feel comfortable picking up what you want to on second down and 10 and, and not leave yourself in a third down and, 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 and terrible. Four seconds left to go here in the quarter. Kilgore in the gun, two-by-two two set. He'll have it drop back and want the hitch, has his hitch, as that was Daryl Gibbs on the far side making his first catch of the season. First down yardage gain of about 12 on the play, and that will do it. Third quarter, a good quarter for the Tigers. They turn a six or they turn a three-point lead into a 12-point lead. And the Auburn High School Tigers will go to the fourth with the lead. We'll be back in one minute. You're listening to the Auburn High School Sports Network presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. In 1937, five-year-old Henry Stern and his sister, mother, and father escaped Nazi Germany. In 1937, five-year-old Henry Stern and his sister, mother, and father escaped Nazi Germany. We'll Meet Again, a new American musical, tells the story of the Stern family's journey to Opelika, Alabama, and Henry's 67-year odyssey to find family left behind. With the most popular music of the era, it's uniquely entertaining. We'll Meet Again, the beauty and potential of the American spirit. At the Opelika Center for the Performing Arts, August 28th, and the Gouge Center in Auburn, August 30th and 31st. Tickets now at the box offices by phone and online. Four Seasons Federal Credit Union. 
Come save with us. At Four Seasons Federal Credit Union, it's the time to save. The investment special is for a limited time only. Invest now and get a seven-month CD rate at 5% APR. Membership eligibility required. Dividends paid monthly. There is a penalty for early withdrawals. This certificate is non-renewable. Rates are subject to change without notice. This offer may be canceled at any time. Accounts are federally insured by the National Credit Union Administration. APR, annual percentage rate. APY, annual percentage yield. Effective July 1st, 2023. This is Zach Alsterbrook with Alsterbrook Law Group, specializing in family law, criminal defense, DUI, and personal injury. Alsterbrook Law Group can help you. 114 North Knight Street in downtown Opelika, serving Lee County and the surrounding areas for over 10 years. Remember, if you want someone that has your back, call Zach. 737-3718. Big city experience, small town values. Alsterbrook Law Group. No representation has made that the quality of services to be performed is the greater than the quality of legal services performed by other lawyers. Auburn High School Football on Wings 94-3. Now that's classic. Tigers lose three on first down as backside pressure got to Flakes. Kilgore will have it, will step up, and will find his receiver right open. It's Griffin McLean makes one guy miss, makes a second guy miss, gets knocked down by the third guy, which is a safety. First down yardage down to the 15-yard line. That looked almost called. A gain of 26 on the play. Tigers moving to the Byron Smokehouse red zone. Byron Smokehouse and Auburn tradition for over 30 years. Looked like it was a called quarterback draw dart play just right over the middle of McLean. Really nice job by Jackson Kilgore. Just steps up and hits McLean over the middle. Yeah, and, and that's been there for a lot of the night. McLean has got a couple catches now. Now Auburn is really in business. You can punch it in here or you'll then get in good shape. Inside handoff to Flakes. Flakes makes one guy miss, carries a second guy down, and there is, is there a flag on the play? I believe so. That game got down inside the five to about the four. We'll see what the flag is as the chains are not moving. Illegal shift on Auburn. It looked like that Auburn got started a little bit sooner than they should have on that one in Kilgore. And uh, as uh, he snapped it, I'm not sure who it was. I think tight end might have been going forward. He had a great play there. He was going to set up first down and goal from about the four as it will now be a first down in 15 from the 17th. And, Scott, that play there, it, it's a little bit more of what I expected from Auburn on this drive. But they, like to your point earlier, they've stepped up and thrown the ball, haven't been afraid to go try and win the game here rather than just try to hold off time. Don't be surprised if you see a one-on-one -on -one ball to Ian Nation here. Kilgore has it. Now looks he's got a lot of room. Go, go, Jackson, go. He's going to run it. He's at the 10. He's at the 5. He did. He dives. Is he in? Yes, he is. Give him six. Jackson Kilgore from 22 out scrambles to the corner of the end zone for the touchdown. Tigers lead this one by a score of 32 to 14. I saw it opening up over there. I think you did at the same time, Scott. Kilgore runs to the left. You've got a corner out there on Ian Nation. Nation decides, hey, I'm just going to run to the back pylon and try to see what happens. The cornerback follows him, and that opens up a lot of green grass for Jackson Kilgore. Tigers up big, 32 to 14. A scramble drill. Yeah. Uh, Ian had an out, and then he decides to carry it up. Jackson takes off and man coverage and wins to the corner of the end zone. The extra point is up, and the extra point was blocked as uh, pressure came from the left side. So the PAT is no good. The score will stay at 32-14. to 14. We'll be back in 30 seconds. Tigers lead big. Need a stop to kind of almost put this one on ice. You're listening to the Auburn High School Sports Network, presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. 
Bending, stretching, walking. The simple moves in life are a real challenge with joint pain. When that happens, the Orthopedic Clinic is here to help. The Orthopedic Clinic offers a comprehensive range of restoring services, from total and partial joint replacement to bone health programs, physical therapy, and sports medicine. With offices conveniently located in Auburn and Opelika, the Orthopedic Clinic is close to home and here to help you stay in motion. Visit theorthoclinic.com to schedule your appointment today. AHS Football on Wings 94.3, part of the Auburn Network family of stations. 22-yard touchdown run from Jackson Kilgore makes this 32-14 pressure off the left side. Well, if you're an Auburn offensive lineman, the right side, pressure gets it blocked, and so the score will stay 22-14 an absolutely massive drive coming up for the Hoover offense and the and the Auburn defense. Yeah, it was a scramble drill like you mentioned over here by Jackson Kilgore and Ian Nation Nation just says, "Okay, follow me corner. You got to pick one." As as Magoo will put that one Magon 10-25 left to go here in the fourth quarter, and Hoover will take over at the 20. Yeah, scramble drill. If you're low, you go high. If you're high, you come back yeah. to one man side of the field, and it's man-to-man. Corner has to carry on with Ian, and, and there goes Jackson and wins the race, and a nice Superman dive into the corner of the end zone. Yeah, yeah, definitely like the little finishing touch there by Jackson Kilgore. Man, I'm Scott, I told you the key to the game tonight was Jackson Kilgore. I think he could have. I think he could have come in and kind of folded under some pressure. Boy, he is not. He has looked really good so far tonight. He's been calm. I thought he's been poised even after the interception yeah. in the first half. He's able to come back and really lead his team down a couple of drives. Hoover in the gun, play action. Want the right over the middle, incomplete pass. Tiger got a little bit of late pressure, and uh, the quarterback, uh, the quarterback there for Hoover. Uh, Schubach uh, just never set his feet and, and throws it a little bit behind his receiver. Had him there, incomplete, second down and 10 coming. Look, Jackson, I got to coach him in eighth grade, and he had a lot of poise. There's some some hidden massive competitiveness there for him because he likes to have fun, he likes to joke. But when the lights come on and, and it's go time, he's going to be there, and he's going to beat himself up when he makes mistakes, but he's also going to have confidence in himself to go on and make the next play, and that's what he's done tonight. Three-by-one set once again for Hoover. We'll see if they want a one-on-one ball with Gunn. Gunn has been up to the task all night long, and that one is not close. And that will be incomplete third down and ten coming as uh, Schubach left it uh, short and towards the middle of the field. And Mike Dunn, Mike Gunn rather, has been up to the task in a massive way here tonight. I was just about to say that, Scott. It, it, Mike Gunn, every time we've seen a ball thrown in his direction, he's been draped all over his defender, and, and not in a P.I. way, but in a just he's been a lockdown corner tonight. That one's nowhere close. If it had been close, I think Gunn gets his hands on that fairly easily. They've been in phase all night long. Yeah. Let's see what Hoover wants to do here on third down and ten. Two receivers to the left, one receiver to the right, and up back off to the left. Shoeback has it. It's a screen, and it's tipped by Deuce. And picked, and picked by the big man. The Tigers will take over inside the 20. Deuce White with the pick. He tipped it with the right hand and then brought it in, and the Tigers take over in the Byron Smokehouse red zone. Byron Smokehouse and Auburn tradition for over 30 years. How many picks tonight, Scott? We got Deuce. 
we got two on the board now. Deuce Knight comes down, he tips it to himself. Oh man, what a play by the big man. He had the ball, hey, that's not often for a defensive line when you get to touch the football. That's a big time play right there. Deuce White, what a job, able to get it done. Deuce White, he had a big tackle for a loss earlier and he comes up with a pick right there. Now you can put the foot down if you're Auburn. Finish it. Tigers will take over right at the here. 20. Inside handoff to Omar Mapson. He cuts up. It's one-on-one. -on -one. He's going to try to run over a safety and get flung down at about the six. But before that, it's a gain of about 13 on the play. First down and goal coming from the six-yard line. We just said Scott finished the game. That's a big hammer that they got in there to finish it now. Omar Mapson, this offensive line has been tremendous in the second half. Tigers now taking their time, let the play clock bleed a little bit, let the game clock run a little bit. 17 seconds left on the play clock and running. Tigers lead 32-14, nine and a half left to go in the fourth quarter. It was one guy between Omar and the end zone right there. Inside give to Omar. Omar puts his foot in the ground, jumps over a would-be tackler, gets across the five to the four, maybe the three-yard line. Gain of about three, second down and goal coming. Trying to get the, the sophomore, I think, his first career touchdown. Be interesting to see. We've, we've talked about this a little bit. Jackson Kilgore, obviously a, a good athlete. He's already got a rushing touchdown. Does he pull a keep at some point if the read is there? The read's there, yes, but I don't think you're going to see a quarterback called run no, or no, anything I, like that. I, I agree. Tigers will huddle up. Kind of go in there when they're slow down pace. Solo receivers to each side, two tight ends set. Mapson next to Kilgore. Five seconds left to go on the play clock. And now it's a rollout. Kilgore throws it back of the end zone. Does he have his receiver? There is a flag. Is it a touchdown? It is a touchdown. We'll see what the flag is. My guess is a hold. And it is a hold. Yeah, I think this was big number 56 back there. That's Hugh Bodiford who beat his man. But I think laid on top of him a little bit too long. There if for you the lay taste. down and do not let a uh, defensive lineman get up, it is a hold. Yep. And if he is down and you fall on him, it is a hold. And I believe that's who they'll get, Hugh Bottiford there. A great job of Kilgore. Play action boot finds the dragger behind yep. him, and that was uh, Ian Mation. Throws a bullet and finds his uh, receiver. It's going to be second down and goal from about the eight. This is a rule change. We haven't a chance to talk about this. Holds are now from the previous spot. It is not from the spot of the foul. Second down and goal from the 13 now. Love that rule change, by the way, Amen. <laughs> Omar Mapson has it. Patient makes a linebacker miss. Cuts up. Gets across the 10 to the nine. A gain of about four. That's going to bring up a third down and goal from about the nine-yard line. Omar Mapson going to be a great back for Auburn yep. in the years to come. He's, he's definitely a bruiser. He can put his shoulder into you, but he's got some wiggle, as you saw there, and certainly some speed that we've already seen tonight. He's just he, he's got every tool that you're looking for in a high-power running back. Eight minutes left to go in this one. you got an 18-point lead. Boy, I want to see Auburn punch this one in. Third and ten. Do they go to the air, or are they going to keep it on the ground and play it safe? Tigers, one second. 
And Auburn uh, with late getting out of it. And I don't know who's more upset over there, Coach Wagner or Camden Etheridge, who's down there on the Auburn High School sideline. We'll be back in 30 seconds. Tigers lead this one 32 to 14, facing a third down and goal. You're listening to the Auburn High School Sports Network, presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. Your business of 20 years hits a major growth mode. Then you realize you've spent 5,000 hours on conference calls, 8,000 hours in meetings, a million hours working late, all to take care of your customers. But you'll only trust your one true passion and your company's future to one bank, Troy Bank & Trust. Today, tomorrow, and always. The only bank you'll ever need, Troy Bank & Trust. Member FDIC. Classic Hits and Auburn High School Football. Wings 94-3. Welcome back to the Hoover Met. Tigers face a third down and goal from the nine. Back in the third quarter, Auburn faced a very similar situation. Did a little rollout and found, found the number three receiver kind of spotted right in the middle of the end zone. We'll see what Auburn does here with the game. Kind of at this point in time, just, just finish this one. Tigers are up 32-14. to 14. Kilgore in the gun. And I think Auburn jumped as the shift happened from the, the Hoover. As the Hoover linebackers and defensive linemen all moved. I didn't see anybody move. It must have been very slight if there was. Yeah, I'm not sure I saw that either, Scott, but. Third and 15 now. Wonder if you would run that screen, that tight end screen that you've been running all night. It's a safe option, but it allows you maybe to break off something big. See what they do here or if they just keep it on the ground. Yep. Two tight ends set here for the Tigers with two receivers, and once again, there's your shift. It's a fade ball to Ian Nation. Ian Nation, does he make the catch? Yes, he does. Wow. Holy Touchdown. cow. Ian Nation in the corner of the end zone. Gives the, gives the referee the ball after a bit of a pose. There's your answer. It's a one-on-one -on -one fade ball to Ian Nation. Tigers lead this one 38-14. God, what a catch, Ian Nation. That's a one-handed grab. He's kind of, he's not really getting held, but he's almost kind of fighting off the defender with the other arm. And he just sticks out that big right paw and pulls it in. What a great catch. Auburn's up 38-14. to That's just about going to do it here, Scott. As long as you, Auburn does what they're supposed to, we're good. as Towns Magoo will put that one up and into the woods. 7.41 left to go here. Tigers lead this one 39-14 over the Hoover Bucks. We'll be back in 30 seconds. You're listening to the Auburn High School Sports Network presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. Experience and knowledge from the pros. Russell Dewitt Center and Building Supply. Russell Building Supply is Auburn's hometown home center. With top brands and an easy-to-use drive-through lumber yard, we have what you need to get the job done. Russell Building Supply, East University Drive in Auburn. Become a Russell Rewards member. Experience and knowledge from the pros. Russell Dewitt Center and Building Supply. The Eagles, Def Leppard, and the Tigers play here. Wings 94-3. 
7.41 left to go here at the Hoover Mets. Tigers lead 39-14. Make sure to stick with us in the postgame show as we'll have some uh, we'll have stats and scores and thoughts from this one. As, look, there's a lot of different things I thought could have happened coming into this game. Tigers being up 39 to 14, about halfway through the fourth quarter, not 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 on that 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 bingo card. Credit to the Auburn High School Tigers who showed up ready to play. Yeah, definitely so. I mean, you got 22 second half points now with still 7:41 to go in this uh, in this. Actually, I think it's more than that actually because you had 13. Uh, at the half, so 26 points, yes. 7.40 left to go. Boy, that's just well done by this offense. Towns Magoo, once again, will kick that one into the back of the end zone. The other thing is the efficiency of this offense. Auburn went 0 for 3 in the first third down. First three third downs. There have been 11 cents. Converted, converted, missed. Converted, 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 converted. Boy, that's really something. Three possessions here in the second half, three touchdowns, add in a pick six. Yeah. And there you go. I mean, one of our keys to the game, of course, the defense, who's played very well here in the second half, but Jackson Kilgore has looked poised, has looked confident, gets another touchdown pass there. Motion to a three-by-one set for Hoover. Wants something right over the middle. They have their tight end. Auburn will converge gain of about 10 on the play. First down yardage. Ty Hudson are once again on the on the uh, on the tackle. He's been all over the place. See if Auburn starts to sit back here. Of course, the biggest thing you don't want to see is just quick scores by this Hoover offense. Now slant over the middle. Andrew Hahn drives on it, and Auburn has played a lot more loose. And and um, and because of that, Hoover's trying to go with some quick game, trying to get the ball out of his hand. Freddie Dunson makes the catch, gain of about eight on the play. That's a good job by Hoover to just recognize that slant route. Auburn is sitting back here, and so you just kind of run that slant route underneath, pick up about eight yards. Not what Hoover needs right now, but it is a way to move the ball. Trying to throw a little now screen. Mike Gunn there to make the tackle. Going to be close to first down yardage on second and three, gain of about two. Are they going to move it? Yeah, they will move it. They'll give him the full three, first down and ten coming. Tigers lead 39 to 14 here with six and a half left to go in the fourth quarter. Tigers offensively three, three possessions, three touchdowns, and defense has added a touchdown of their own. And here comes your tied leader for interceptions on the team, Deuce White, back onto the field. Tigers show blitz inside a handoff. Running back has a little bit of a hole, and Auburn finally able to converge. Jackson Mills, Ty Hudson converge to make the play. Also Marquise Washington. Caleb Crawford will rotate out as Amias Greathouse will come Greathouse will come into the game. Yeah, good job by the Auburn defense. Just continue to not give up any your, big your, yardage here. Your clock is your friend yes, here. Yes, definitely. Play action we're looking to the flat. Auburn covers that one well. Caleb Pitts there is to force the issue. I think that's Jackson Mills on the deep on the uh, on the pass breakup, and it is incomplete. Third down and about two coming. Jackson Mills got beat, and he didn't even get beat. He was just the other guy was taller than yeah. him. Um, he was there, and then he answered that one back. He had a pick six of his own, and then made a nice play right there on the out route. Third down and two coming. Yeah, I was going to say, Scott, he's looked a lot better here in the second half. I mean, 
after that first ball deep, you think, oh, man, is it is it is the height the issue back there in the safety spot in that secondary? Well, it hadn't been an issue here in the second half. He's been very good. Hoover goes no count. Now they will shift out. This feels like it might be just kind of an inside run trying to pick up third Auburn and two. Auburn bringing pressure. Auburn does bring pressure. There's your first down yardage. Auburn has to trip him up. That's the second time we've seen Auburn kind of get close in on third and short darted situation, and Hoover seems it happened for a touchdown. That one gets yardage out across the 50-yard line. Gain of 14, 13 on the play, first down and 10 coming. That's certainly a concept that you get a lot when you bring those linebackers up. If you don't hit the hole just right, it opens up that seam because you don't have anybody back yeah. in the box, and it turns into an 8- to 10-yard gain sometimes. Inside handoff, it's actually a counter. Tigers do a good job of spilling that one out, filling that hole. That one, uh, I believe that was Ty Hudson who filled, stepped up and made that play. Actually, no, it was Andrew Hahn who was playing the contained defender from that corner spot. Stepped up and forced the issue. Second and seven now. I believe we got a new running back out there. I don't see a number 12 on the roster here, Scott. Yeah, I don't either. He also returned punts today. Sweep. Tigers do a good job of feel of uh, blowing that one up. Actually, who came up and made that play? It was the edge defender. I think that was Witcher. No, it was Jace Williams who came in and and took out the lead blocker and and forced the issue there. It's going to be a loss of about three. Third and down and ten coming. DJ Witcher comes in to rush the passer with four and a half left to go here in the fourth quarter. Once again, the biggest thing here is just don't get beat over the top. Don't get beat deep. I mean, you know, you got five minutes left in this game. You're up big. Just don't allow them to get back in it with quick scores. And maybe they start thinking onside kick. You want to put it away now. Jobach drops and throws it to nobody. Incomplete there. And it's fourth down and ten coming. DJ Witcher causing some chaos there on third down and ten. They are at halftime in Montgomery. Scott Thompson up on Opelika, 23-7. Dogs got back into that when it was 10-7 there in the second quarter. Thompson's put up two touchdowns there in that second quarter. And then I see Central up 42-24 up on the Huskies. Empty set here on fourth down and 10 for the Bucks. Auburn shows outside pressure. And they'll bring it. Wyatt Trexler coming. And hello, goodness gracious, Caleb Pitts swallows the quarterback. And that'll be a stop and a sack on fourth down and ten. I think that's Deuce White again down there actually getting in. And no, it was White. I thought I thought I saw ten. I thought I saw 11. I saw zero. Deuce White has himself a couple tackles for a loss and a pick. And a, he's had himself a great day. And we'll have one more timeout. We'll take it with him. We'll be back in 30 seconds. Tigers lead this one 39 to 14 in an emptying Hoover Met. You're listening to the Auburn High School Sports Network presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. In 1937, five-year-old Henry Stern and his sister, mother, and father escaped Nazi Germany. We'll Meet Again, a new American musical, tells the story of the Stern family's journey to Opelika, Alabama, and Henry's 67-year odyssey to find family left behind. With the most popular music of the era, it's uniquely entertaining. We'll Meet Again, the beauty and potential of the American spirit. At the Opelika Center for the Performing Arts, August 28th, and the Gouge Center in Auburn, August 30th and 31st. Tickets now at the box offices by phone and online. 
Your hometown station for Auburn sports. Wings 94-3. Tigers lead this one by a score of 39 to 14. 357 left to go here. Tigers looking to put the finishing touches on this one. And I've heard about the Hoover Met traffic. Well, I can see it from a distance right now as the Tigers have the lead on this one. And for the second game in a row here in this building, Hoover down big in the fourth quarter. Last time it was Thompson and turnovers in the first half last year in the final four did it for the Bucks. Tonight it's Auburn High School and a new and a host of big plays. Kilgore still in the game. Mikhail Emmons is in the game at running back. He's going to look to bounce outside and will put his foot in the ground. Will run hard, get a gain of a couple. Pritchett into the game, back in the game at right tackle. Try to get some of the news guys that are coming in to the game for the Auburn High School Tigers. You mentioned it a minute ago, Scott, the Hoover Met traffic here. You're seeing a lot of red. The tail lights are going away from the stadium. It is, it is quickly emptying out here as Auburn has put their foot down. And they've, boy, they've really taken the air out of this stadium. They're going to get out of here with a win, and it's a huge win to start off the season. You went on a field goal last year. Now a big win this year. Charlie Ward into the game. Ryan Birchfield into the game as well. Jay Alexander into the game at the skill positions. Mark Basil as well at tight end. Inside handoff for Ammons. He's going to bounce it out, make a guy miss. Now get vertical. Watch out. He's got speed. Don't let him get into the open field. Gain of about seven. That'll bring up a third down and one. Hammond's not the biggest target if you're a defender. You got to make sure you wrap him up. Boy, just so impressed with this Auburn team coming into Hoover. There was, there were so many questions. Yeah, a marks. lot of question marks. Um, you know, and just because as we talked about it, you know. 18 new starters. Yep. Some defense, some guys out on defense today, and Auburn finds finds a way. Mikel Ammons bounces it outside one more time. First down yardage. He'll run out of, out of bounds. Well, we mentioned some guys along with the broadcast. I mean, Jackson Mills is the one that stands out. He does get beat early, but comes back, makes a couple of big time plays. You get some veteran leadership. Deuce White, of course, has had a big day on defense. Jackson Kilgore, obviously a big story today. And so just every up and down this Auburn roster today, you've gotten what you needed. Matthew Givens into the game uh, as well. We'll get these linemen who are coming in. Josh Askew, Caden Neighbors coming into the game as well. Tucker Auburn comes in. Carter Robinson into the game as well. Inside to hand, hand off to Ammons. Ammons trying to get outside. He's going to get tackled as he will be down to the 35-yard line. Gain of about five on second down. And now second down and five coming up. Number 37, the running back checks in. That is Mike McCall. Max Hammer in at quarterback. Also checking into the game at left tackle is Jaden Spinks Evans. McCall will have it, and he'll run outside zone to the left, and he'll be very patient, put his head down, will get it, gain a couple. Pritchett will check in once again. Ivy Foster will check into the game at, at running back. 
Crawford Longridge will step in at quarterback now. His brother is Gibby on the outside. Yeah, cycle them in. Get guys as many reps as you can now. Justice Hallman will check it. Well, what it is is getting as many people in as you can. Everybody can say they, they you know, they were able to come in and, and, uh, and get a rep here in this game. Foster puts a head in the ground and pressure, and he's going to get tackled for a loss on the play. Well, meanwhile, you got Hoover starters in who are just pinning their ears back now and trying to come downhill through that offensive line. Justice Waugh into the game. Max Hammer into the game. This might be taking knee time for the Tigers. Well, it's fourth down, so you hand it off one more time and see what happens. Scott, pretty fittingly, I see a lot of blue out there in the crowd now. Yep. Hammer in the gun. We'll clap his hands. And he'll hand it off to McCall, who's going to slip, fight forward, and lose the ball. And Auburn needs to tackle, and Auburn does find a way to make a tackle, make sure that that one doesn't go the other way. It looked like coming in, neighbors, Jay Alexander, and also coming in helping out was Ryan Birchfield to help make the tackle. Defense will have to go out there, hopefully for only a couple more, and uh, as the defense will have to finish this one out, kind of fitting. Definitely is only 14 points in this game given up. You you give up the touchdown in that second quarter, and then Hoover comes out. They're able to run it down the field. They score on that fourth down. Since then, boy, it's been clamps for Auburn, and it's been the Auburn offense who has come out to play too. It's just both sides of the ball tonight, Played Scott, very, has very been, well. have been very good. Yes, like you say. Well, the other thing that's that's kind of funny is Hoover had two 80-yard drives, 80-yard yep. touchdown drives, and Auburn – you know, outside of that, Auburn played pretty darn well. 19 seconds left. Auburn will, or Hoover will just hand it off inside. Looks like they are also very much okay to, to leave well enough alone and call it a day. Five seconds, four seconds, three seconds, two seconds, one second. Great win. And it's a ball game. 39-14, your Auburn High School Tigers come up the road to Hoover, Alabama, and the Hoover Mets and dominate the second half and win this one going away 39-14. to 14. Stick, stick with us. Coming up on the other side of this break is the Southern Union State Community College postgame show. You're listening to the Auburn High School Sports Network presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. Life isn't made for joint or orthopedic pain. It's made for living, for family, for your favorite hobbies, for sports, for morning walks and afternoon playing in the park. If you suffer from joint or orthopedic pain, turn to the experts at the Orthopedic